Chris, we are live back at the gym. The true BJJ and Bruce. The true BJ. Well, we'll get it. We'll get it. Here we Here go. Here we go. Oh wait. Well, well, I'll do a fake. Work. I'll do a fake one. There we go. There we go. Ah, there we go. Victor, happy belated birthday, and congratulations on new purple belt. Thank you. And thank you for the beer, man. This You're is, welcome. This is happy crazy. birthday, this is man. crazy good. I, I had to say it for a special occasion, and, and it was a, de- a very, very special occasion. So what beer did you get him? So I got him a Dogfish 120. Um, so Dogfish makes, you'll, you'll see 60 minute everywhere, 90 minutes, the 9 or 10% alcohol one, 120 they make once a year, allocated out to stores. Um, Where are they located? Uh, the brewery where they Well, located. so interestingly, they originally started in Delaware and had opened up another brewery in Virginia, which is weird. And they recently, I think in the past year and a half or so, got bought by Sam Adams. So now Dogfish is owned by Sam Adams. They're not, the tr- they, they were my favorite brewery. I mean, I don't want to get all like snooty about like microbrews and stuff, but like they were my favorite brewery, but now that they're, now they're, they're a part the of man. the man. They sold out. They sold out to the man. But they still make excellent beer. So, dude, right? this tastes amazing because my my taste goes from like Michelob Ultra to Bud Light <laughs> to Corona. So this is like a different. This is type of taste. the beer. It really, it's really like, good. It is. It's. It is really good. It's a once a year beer. It's like twelve or thirteen percent alcohol. I took a really big zip when you first gave it to me, and I'm like, oof, that was heavy. You need and to let it warm you want a little sip. more. So, what's that? Something you want to sip? Yeah, yeah. You don't. That you don't. You don't. You don't guzzle that down. So, but. So congratulations, man, and happy Thank birthday. Thank you, man. Like, that, that was you've been, awesome. You've been fighting for a long time, and I, I, yeah. I, I abide by the law, my friend. Chris was so. my biggest advocate against underage drinking. It was amazing. But but it, it paid off, right? It did pay off. This if, is amazing. If, you got, so if you got suckered in and did it before that, nah, man. It wouldn't have been as good. This is like a, it's a like worth, you're worth the weight type of deal. you yourself. You made it to the, the top of the mountain. For the proper beer. Metaphorically. Maybe we'll get like alcohol. a Utopia one day, the Sam Adams one that's like $400. Maybe we'll get that at some point. Yeah, when 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 our uh, when our subscriber count goes over a thousand, when the ad revenue the, starts it, kicking yeah, in, yeah, when the ad Woo. revenue starts kicking in, Utopias for all. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna invite the into yeah. That, that'll be <laughs> a big blowout. That'll be a big blowout. So I believe we are doing episode forty-two. Forty-two. Man, that's almost a year. We're I know. That's crazy. We're like we 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 are pretty ten, consistent. We are, like, like ten weeks away. A hobby that turned into a living, I ladies know, and gentlemen. I know. So like, subscribe, share. We're on all the podcast platforms. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Exactly. Kind of cursing here. Is that what? Oh is yeah, that's the fully explicit. Smash can. that motherfucking like button. There we is go. that the 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 millennial thing? I don't. I've not heard the smashing. Oh, that the, was just because Armand and 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 his thing. He he videotaped uh, all these guys yes. hammered saying that like smash that motherfucking subscribe button. We're not we're not calling out Dylan Danis though. No. Like no. let's let's calm Dylan down. Da- Dylan Danner, Dylan, Dylan Danner, Daniel Daniels. Daniels. <laughs> that was really funny. That was pretty much the the highlight of that video. That was yeah. So funny. That was the that was the best. I couldn't watch any more of that. But anyways, so I I want to get Victor on because Victor recently got promoted to purple. Yeah, man. What are Super your thoughts well on being purple? Do you feel like you've earned it? Do you feel like you gotta you gotta fill into the fill into the role? What 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 are your thoughts? What were your thoughts? Um, uh, this this was. A little bit different than when I got to blue. Because when I got to blue, I felt like I feel pretty confident, pretty pretty good about it. But this one, this time around, I feel like I have to grow into it. I I don't feel quite, you know. I mean, obviously, um, you have to trust the process, like we always say. But um, this one is certainly I, I feel like I have to grow into it rather than feeling confident that I'm already at that at that level. But 
Yeah, man, excited. It looks cool. I think it's my favorite color. Looks, it looks good on the black. It looks cool on the black gee, yeah. It looks Hashtag good on the to black. Nikki. Did you cry? Young at all? Nick, give me a give me a free gee, which is great. Did you tear up? I did not. Not quite yet. Well, he did. He, no, he did get you though. It was it, it wasn't the belt. It was what he said before the belt. Oh yeah, that was that was crazy, and I was like. You, you, want, you want to say it or do you want me to say it? What did he say? I missed it. So. Uh, yeah, because Chris wasn't here. I was too busy crashing into my garage. It was a small, it was a small so. promotion. It was a small promotion, like in comparison to other ones. No black belts, just Paul. <laughs> yeah, so. I, got, I got thrown only once, which was great. I was really happy about that. So do you want, to say, you want me to say it or do you want yeah, to say Yeah, you can say it because I feel uh, weird saying okay, that. So, it's like a weird thing. So you know how Paul gives just a, a, a short spiel before every promotion, like expounding upon some positive you know, traits about that person and why you know he's proud to promote them and in uh in victor's case he said i've gone hiking with this guy and i trust him you know when 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 we're going hiking there's situations where hey i might be tied up on a rope and victor's the kind of guy where you know i trust him on the other side of that rope so i trust him with my life up on the mountain literally with his life. that's awesome and that was heavy yeah that was, that was so heavy. he said that and they said victor come on up and get your your purple belt and yeah uh that was that that's was awesome, cool. man. That was, that was that's, heavy. That's you know, awesome. You're always expecting a jujitsu compliment, and that was like beyond yeah, jujitsu. And that was, you know, that's one of the things that you have to, you know, earning earn it, as you know, every day, you know, kind of. But yeah, that was a little heavy, and then, and, and yeah, you know, just kind of growing into that. How was the? Uh, how are the lashings? Oh, there's a bunch of hard ones. He hit me really hard at the beginning, <laughs> and Mark hit me. Oh, Mark always hits people. Well, yeah, hard. he just marked it, Mark. But um, again, it was a small promotion, so it wasn't too bad. I I think about um, one that we had. I think it was because we had Fusion over, and there was a bunch oh, yeah. of people here. That was your when you got. Oh, that was God. your black belt. Yeah, oh, Chris, that was God. your black belt. That was huge, and I was like, yeah, fuck that. Mike Perry got a few. Got striped up. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That was yeah. That was future your father. Congratulations to Mike Perry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Congratulations, man. That's you. I. That's. It's incredible to me to watch somebody who's literally. I remember the first day you came too, right? Like it was like the I hurricane. I was wearing sweatpants. Three years ago or something, right? Yeah, it was. It was Irma. I think. It was. A, was it Irma? Was it, and yeah, like, I think it was Irma. We all we were all rolling in the dark. I yeah, had man, brought in fun. like one of my emergency flashlights to like yeah, light up. Yeah, and the we room. had uh, an iPad. And like an iPad speaker, with yeah. uh, Paul's iPad, mind you, playing yeah, blasting yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen, "Call Me Maybe" in the background. <laughs> I that, yeah, and yeah, you man, came and you food. sat and you chilled and you watched. It must have been two hours of us rolling. JB, me, Jovan. Oh, that was like and there was that was doing, you. There was that was you doing, dropping into the gym. Well, so he, I think you took a trial or something, right? Well, like, yeah. So I, I came to a to a Saturday. So the week before, I I um I came on a Thursday. No, actually, no. I came on a Friday, and they were sparring, right, obviously. And I, you guys, you were sparring. I remember uh, on a Friday night sparring. Oh my god! And I was like, that was, that was that was a long time ago then. And I was like, what's going on? And then, um, so Caroline Hill passed for me, of all people. And then uh, I came back on a Saturday, and Jim taught class, and I thought that was, you know, it was cool. We we're doing. I don't remember what we we're doing. We we're doing. I remember we were doing inverted, and I thought that was a little weird. But, you know, it's cool. The wrestler's like, what? We're going inverted? What? Yeah, Wait, was who was teaching class? Jim. Oh, he's doing that fucking drill where, like... When you're we're standing on the knee, on one person standing up, and then I'm I'm going inverted, and I'm, like, inverting around your legs. You know what I'm talking about? It's, I, like, it's oh. like the reverse yeah, deli. No, okay, yeah, yeah. We're doing that. I think was, I showed him that, actually. It was super weird. <laughs> anyway. At the time, it was super, I was, like, I was so confused. I was wearing sweatpants. It was really weird, but... 
At least you weren't wearing basketball shorts. That's no, that's the thing I, that goddamn. I, I was thinking. I don't well, need to see I your want, nuts like day two. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> well, I want I want people to be able to grab my pants because that's like the best I can do right, for right, right. now. So. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was fun, and 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 then, oops, sorry. And then after that, Muay Thai, and, and yeah, just rest of history. Chilling, you know. Dude, I knew you were a special kid when you came and you oh, literally you fucking hung out with us. In the dark. Doors oh, was, open, was, no fans. And you were what, hot 19 as fuck. at the time? I was 18. 18? I think, yeah. That I was 18 because awesome. three years. Yeah. I just turned 18 at the time. And you had actually, like, you had Googled other gyms, right? Like, you Google because you live out, like, far away from here. I do live out pretty far. Um, it's but we happen street. to be the first? Just, just, yeah. Yeah, so, so I came here when I was... So I, I wrestled in high school for, for my for my freshman to my sophomore. Where'd you go to high school? Yeah, what was it? Where'd you go to high school? Uh, celebration. Okay. All the way in Kissimmee. Um, we did installation in there, by the way. So I just <laughs> shout out to Gen- shout out to General Installation Company. Jesus Christ! <laughs> we've, uh, we've, uh, oh yeah, dude. You know what's funny? And I, I'm a segue. I saw Ryan. Uh, Ryan Martin right? in my school one time, and he was like a couple months after I started training. I think I was like a two strike. Oh, so he was actually belt. probably working for. And I was walking to my like third period. And then I saw this redhead guy walking up in like the back. Cause there's a back, like uh, there's the front of the buildings and the back of the buildings. Yeah. And you can go from the back of the buildings. And I was walking with my, with my buddy and I saw this redhead guy and I was like, I know that dude. And I was like, all right. So I followed him because I was like, I need to see if this is this guy. And I saw him <laughs> and I saw his face and I was late for class. And I saw his face and I was like, oh shit, it's, it's Ryan. You're like, that guy's a black belt. Now I got really excited. It was like, whoa, was he black belt small world. Or was he a brown belt? No, he was a black belt. He was, no, black, no, belt? He was okay. black belt. Small world. But so you were Googling schools. Yeah, so I, I was Googling schools because um, uh, I wanted to to train jiu-jitsu before wrestling, but I couldn't get to a school at the time. So I just I wrestled first. But by, by the time I got uh, a job and a car and stuff, I started Googling schools. And um, and uh, so this one was the farthest one that I kind of narrowed down to. So I was like, oh, let me just go there, get it out of the way first, and then I'll just You started choose. the farthest away, right? In order yeah, because I wanted to back. get it out of the yeah, way yeah. and then figure out which one of the closer ones i yeah. think at the time was uh probably uh, gracie baja Kissimmee, and then the other one was i think black box was black closer box, to me yeah. and i was like i'm gonna get this one out of the way so are you I, only looking at att schools no i just googled because no, you said gracie baja too i just googled jujitsu like jujitsu in orlando and, yeah. and stuff so i, and I got this ended one up first on the list yeah good, so good seo this was just the farthest one and i was like i'm gonna get this one out of the way first and then i'll just figure out which one i want to choose between the, the closer one to me uh once to me and so i came here and yeah, that I, I love the place. I love Coach Paul and, and everybody here. You know, and, and just kind of sold me. You know, the, from the first day, you guys were grappling in the dark. I saw people grappling and some people doing Muay Thai in the dark. Yeah, that was, was a like, ridiculous day. And like, it was like everybody was sweaty and just working and fucking flashlights here and iPad there. And I was like, you know what? I dig this. This is this is cool. I like this. And uh, and that's it. That was you know that, why. That's all Because any other fucking gym would have shut down that day. Oh, here we go. They would have been like... Real shit, boy. You know what? We can't handle this hurricane. You know what ATT Orlando does? Fuck Irma. <laughs> yeah, no, that was cool. I would, that was cool. That was, I, I dug that, and I was like, you know what? This is, I like this place. And, and the next day, again, I came to class, and it was it was awesome. And yeah. That's awesome, man. Over here. What was... Uh, what were the like, earliest lessons you remember? I remember you telling me, like... Early on, you learned about like you turn into the choke. Was that one of them? Like, in a, if someone's doing a rear naked, you you look into it. What were some like your earliest lessons? Well, my very first one, which was amazing, was uh, uh, the elbow escape. That's my that was my first thing. Your your first one was the elbow. I escape? heard your name too. Wait, we, are we wait, going wait, live wait, with we some have, breaking news over there, have, Paul? Well, yeah, we have some breaking, breaking news. news. 
You want to go live? This will go up this weekend. Got we got we got our fourth mic. So we're just calling out to code fall in the distance. Get over here. They're chickening out. They're what are you doing? Out. Say it. We can't hang. Say it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well. Explicit. We'll, we'll have explicit. to tell that. We'll have to tell this story Ooh, offline to Chris. So that's this, a story. He's got the e tag. We'll have to tell this offline to Chris. Oh, you don't know this story. You don't know this. You, you, you don't know. know this no, I do know the story. Oh, you do oh, know the story. Do, I do know the story. Oh, he does. Chris does know the story. I do word, know the story. Word so. gets around. Chris has. Chris hasn't been here for for like a month, and word still gets around. It's actually been longer than a month. I've been counting days. So. <laughs> Yikes. That was bad. So everyone's listening. What the fuck are they talking about? Don't don't y'all worry about it. I'm going to tell the first half of the story, which is one of our students, a white belt was out with, with a group of us from the gym and unsuccessfully, <sighs> while drunk, unsuccessfully fended off a friendly attacker. A random dude that a, has never a trained A friendly before. attacker ended up... A, a friendly you. attacker <laughs> just ended up mounting our white belt. I think of two stripes, maybe three. Did he get a stripe taken away? I, I would have taken... As, like, As a black belt, <laughs> I vote towards stripe <laughs> yeah. gone. Yeah, we definitely need to uh, we need to work in that street jujitsu a little more. So yeah, well, I just that was I a mean, side pick. So anyway, back to Victor. So so you, oh. you stuck with it, man. And your early elbow escape, your earliest memory, you like you yeah, loved it. Yeah, that was that was my first lesson, and I and I, I don't know, but the next three to four lessons after that were just all defense, and I was like, fuck yeah, this is amazing. So, yeah, the, the, but I'm pretty certain the elbow escape, I mean, besides the, the whole inversion thing. <laughs> besides the inversion thing, that had probably nothing to do with the class that day, by the way. Jim, we I, still love you. I'm pretty, oh, no, you, I fucking pop a Jim, bro. I but miss Jim. I'm pretty, I do miss Jim, come in here, man. I do we miss you, man. But I'm pretty certain that, um, yeah, the elbow escape was my first lesson, which was pretty cool. Which is like, that's the best lesson. That shit. The elbow escape is like magic. Because you right? cover everything. You cover your, keep your elbows in, you shrimp, you do all these things. That's you like the, legs, the so essence I mean. of jujitsu, right? Like, that should be the first lesson for everybody. Because it looks fucking magical when you're like, I'm smashed. And then you're, go- you're out of it. Which was really great because being on top felt, well, not, I'm not going to say familiar, but. How long did you wrestle? It didn't, uh, well, so I'm, I'm not going to say three years because seasons are like not. Whole years, right, right, yeah, yeah. So I would Did say you, USA you, weren't, wrestling yeah, you weren't training all year. You were no, training no, all you year. didn't well, do like the club wrestling after. Some guys, no, I did not do that. So some guys, you're not dedicated, Victor. I wasn't dedicated. I wasn't a dedicated wrestler. <laughs> so I was, I was a pretty shitty wrestler. I'm drunk. Um. As the more dedicated wrestlers in our students can tell you, I'm pretty shitty to take down. But um, take another yeah, sip. Come on. I would say three seasons, dude. This is really good. I'm gonna get. It's warmer now, so you'll enjoy. Chris it. is encouraging. That's a good. There it is. This is amazing. I gotta tell you, Chris. Now you're on my team. Now, this is good. I feel good. <laughs> so, when you're, uh, when, you're doing the, when you're doing the elbow escape, do you think it 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 made things easier that you had an idea of what to do from wrestling once you got out? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I elbow escape, and now I'm essentially I could come up to a single, but people don't know what coming up to a single is. Yeah, they don't yeah. It. Because so you it know, connected it connected something you didn't know with something you did know. Yeah. Okay. And then and also you come up a lot to a lot of times to that dog fight position where the guys like whizzing hard yeah. and he knows what you're doing. So that was that was something that I that I liked. But um So what Yeah, no, and very quickly I I found myself enjoying, you know, being on my back and stuff, which is like, you know. I remember our first role 
that was when we had the fence still on the mat and we were like near the fence side and I was just kind of like I don't know just kind of flailing around <laughs> you know what I don't remember as well our earlier experiences yeah we just kind of I just kind of flailed around there and but yeah then we just started training together and now we're like so my question to both of you now that I have you sitting next to each other oh is, boys now I'm holding when did Noah's you hand. guys become boyfriend boyfriend that's the thing I don't know because I mean at think what about point because like I mean it had to happen? happen pretty early I, I think like who asked who out no, I think the way I look at it, so I'll tell my side, then Victor can then you know his perspective on it. I feel like it's just one of those things where we both we both had previous sports backgrounds, and we both I think had a similar approach and mindset to the training where we're like you know when it's like do two and then two in terms of reps, like okay, I'll do my two, you do your two. Let let's just try and get as many reps. And so I think there was a there was commonality in our mentality and obviously he was uh, who, who got ahead. here first he was here first oh, okay. right. so he was like he was ahead of me by at least three months if not four Your dog around okay, that man? so he uh he, he okay? obviously knew more at the beginning and he's still you know he's still ahead of me in that respect mm. but the um you know i was able to sort of get get my footing and 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 kind of get some awareness out there so i think for me it was kind of like i was able to catch up enough early on to make it a little more equitable but the main thing was kind of our our similar mentalities that's what i think i think Is, happened. i mean like how much of your wrestling experience and because like in wrestling you have like a training partner right like you mm -hmm. you basically drill and stuff with them the entire time how much of that were you seeking in jujitsu? Because like here, it's like I mean I think it sort of like ends up being that way where you just sort yeah. of end up with the same person all the time. Well, early but on, I don't think it's like early on. It's a little weird, especially I think. Um, well, at least in my school, in my school, wrestling was not huge because I mean other sports, more popular sports, and get a little more attention and funding and stuff. But um, but you, in the sense that you're you're drilling with people very close to your weight class. Yeah. So you're not. I'm not. I'm never drilling with. <laughs> you know, with Jason Hayes. With Mike Sahibi, or <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you yeah. know. So, but that was an awesome scramble today, by the way. Oh, thank you, Mike. I'm not gonna say it. He knows what happened, but I'm not gonna say it. Um. But yeah. But honestly, I wasn't really expecting because I I had Googled jujitsu before and I I'd, I'd seen jujitsu and at Hindi UFC and stuff like that. But I wasn't really expecting a lot of a lot of um, similarities. I was just kind of, oh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna grapple. And I think the best thing that that uh, having having wrestled did for me when I came here is that I was used to what grappling felt like, you know. Because a yeah. lot of people are like, you know, they get weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird it's a weird feeling. So I think once you're used to that, and obviously once you become a really good wrestler, which I wasn't, uh, then you can apply some of the things that you do that you did in wrestling to here. But again, the best thing that having wrestled did for me when I came was that I was used to kind of what it felt to grapple and stuff yeah. and having somebody you know quote unquote violently trying to enforce like their will onto you when you're grappling and stuff trying to vi violently violate that's you. what I said that's what I said quote unquote because you're not really violent but no, no. you know what I mean it's like you know Assert what it feels assertively to yeah you know what it feels to grapple and that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the best because he was in a weird feeling you know because I obviously getting being on my back and stuff like that but again that's something that 
wrestling was not such so ingrained in me that being on my back felt super crazy like after like a couple weeks i was like okay i understand that this is not terrible this is like i can do things from here you know so how far along was it before you started helping teach kids class uh well coach bull uh approached me with helping out to teach the kids class when i was a four stripe white belt like uh, right before the promotions two stripe white belt four 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 for okay. four stripe uh white belt right before i got my blue belt which I was, I was like super humbled and super like why are you asking me to do this i'm 19 years old but um that's part of the reason i think yeah you exactly can, you know you're very more, you're a lot more relatable to the kids yeah but it was it was such an honor you know i was i was i mean i i I don't even know how to put it in words. It's just I was super humbled and super excited to to do it, and I, when I got my black my my black belt, Jesus Whoa, Christ! Oh, Freudian we're, slip. We're gonna, we're gonna edit, we'll that, edit out. that one out. We're gonna edit that out. But <laughs> yeah, when I got my blue belt, I I started teaching, and it was a little weird at first because he was like, you know, you have a bunch of children, and I'm like, uh, you know. You got really good at self defense curriculum, though. Yeah, that was the like thing. that's the thing. It's like you got a lot of reps, <laughs> which I think it was really cool because we like did defending haymakers and yeah, the headlocks. One, one yeah, exactly. That, yeah. One thing that Coach Paul was really adamant about with the kids' class is that we have a heavy attention on the self defense because that's really what you want. I mean, if you have a kid that competes, guys, guys, Gracie, bulletproof jujitsu, guys, instill confidence, yeah, exactly. instill confidence. They can defend themselves. They feel more better. And, and guys, guys. Hero hoodie. Hero hoodie. Okay, never mind. They're, they're really good at, by the way, like, I've seen that stuff. It's, it's, no, I, they're no, very no, good I at structuring that, games. I say that in, in, in tongue in cheek, but, you know, it's a great, if, if more kids do jujitsu and they oh, feel sick, God, I mean, like, yeah. And, and, and I think we're all in agreement. Jujitsu is good not only for the people being bullied, but also for bullies. Because bullies that learn jujitsu, you get more often than not, Get their asses whooped by yeah, some kids. Stop being bullies. Yeah. They don't use that power to be the worst bully. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think again, I think that was I thought that was great. I mean, it makes sense. We have all obviously we had a lot of, we had a couple kids that competed and stuff, and they were doing you know some some other things. But I think essentially what the parents want to see is that we're drilling things like, well, what if my kid is? What if some kid just kind of throws a punch at my kid? Is he gonna know what to do? You know? So that was cool. So uh, yeah, I I got really. And I think that what what. What was good for you personally is that we cover self-defense of that nature, like those, t- like basically jujitsu against an untrained opponent. If we're lucky, once or twice a year, and you're getting yeah. reps at that every every day. Yeah, that, that was you're cool. Teaching, so that was cool. The that actually thing. helped grow that knowledge base for you. Yeah, that was cool. The self-defense stuff was really, really cool for the kids, and yeah, for me, I was sometimes, and I, I, I will talk to you now about this sometimes. He would be explaining something because when you when he teaches the kid when he teaches the kids he breaks down things in a lot more detail than he does to the adults because obviously they're like ranging from five to eleven years old so you break things down so I'm sitting there pretending that I'm like yeah of course kids come on you know this but I'm paying attention to Coach Paul because he's saying things that I'm like oh that's interesting I didn't know that so that was that was cool you know because you I mean I'm kind of getting the same detail breakdown that these kids are getting which is great you know I'm not. Yeah, no, that was fun. What's fun the best part. way to learn? Teach. teach oh, yeah. Things. Right. Absolutely. So it was good. And then of yeah. all things, this guy, he's got his purple. With no prompting, is like, all right, guys, let's line up. Coach Paul's finishing up Muay Thai. He'll be over here. We'll get you guys warmed up. So. Oh, yeah. So know. the joke between, between Victor and I is that when he was officially kind of working here, he was a little more on the reluctant side to 
just because and, and and we've talked about this it's like you know he and i get it. it to me it comes from a place of real humility where it's like look you know i really shouldn't be up there in front of the class especially when they're guys that are higher belts than me yeah. and stuff even if i'm lining up next to paul as quote the assistant you know there's still like a comfort level there where i'm kind of like i don't want to be disrespectful to the people that are have been here before and it does and i i get it, it comes from a good place so there's a little more reluctance when that was part of his duty but now um you know obviously the pandemic happened and things had to be shrunk down and victor just gets to train which i know he enjoys a lot just i do just I train do. bro that's great isn't it it's just yeah just train so when there's an opportunity unprompted victor's like yeah man i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> Crazy how the human psyche works. When it's not an when it's not an obligation, it, I'm like, when it's not obligated, yeah. it's great to do. When it's obligated, like I don't do it. I, I call that. Which again, I a mark. And <laughs> I was like, that makes me feel super selfish because, when like you start I said, handing out belts though. Like I said, when yeah, are you gonna start scraping people? Up? Are you gonna be like hell? Are you, no. are you gonna be what? like standing there at like promotions now, like hell? Trying, no. trying to trying to put a stripe on somebody? How dare you? Hell no. Like, it still feels weird. Like, um, and actually, this happened yesterday. Uh, Raymond got, uh, I think, second or third stripe in his white belt. And, you know, he gets a stripe. He bows and stuff to, and shakes Coach Paul's hand. So when he comes to me and he's first to bow, I'm like, nah, bro, don't do that. Just because Paul, uh, just because it happened that class that Victor had started the class. Yeah, and I was lining and up. And because we had to split people up, Victor and myself were, were kind of helping out the white belts a little bit. Victor ended up lining up in, in front of class. Uh, and there happened to be a stripe being given out actually two stripes yeah you got two yeah, stripes so. so then yeah you do. so yeah, he, he, yeah yeah i know <laughs> of course you do, right? like, yeah. but i'm like i'm like dude you just don't that's just dab me up man but um no I, it's I, weird it never it never goes that feeling never goes away so so the um in your class let's just talk about the guys who went from blue to to purple because that's kind of my well i know i can talk about everyone adam got his blue fabian got his blue Long Adam. overdue. Oh, Adam Magica. Fabian, yeah. Fa Fabian was my first Noah. Fabian was my yeah, training Yeah, Fabian. Noah, I mean, like the yeah. first three months. Yeah. Fabian's a good dude, man. I'm glad he Shout got out to his Fabian. Blue. Yeah, right out. And then you, Mike, Nick, and Pedro. Yeah. I was hoping to have Mike and Nick like all on with you. Like the three of you guys. Well, and Pedro. But Pedro is very like transient. So we never know when we get He's him. He's definitely, yeah. yeah. He gets <laughs> all over the place. Pedro. <laughs> good old Pedro. <laughs> so... So yeah, man, it was a good promotion. Uh, I think, I think in a way you, I, I don't know how you feel about. It. I think you were in a way probably fortunate that it was a very intimate and small promotion. It's not like we want to make a big deal out of it. This December's promotion, I suspect, is going to be massive because I think Fusion is going to be doing their uh, promotions over here as well. Yeah, I think so it's when be a we combine bigger. gyms oh, and do, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a seven hour. Ah, damn, you know I gotta stand up pack, front too. Pack don't a lunch, I? bro. Pack a lunch. God damn it! Just wear a fanny pack up there, man. Wear do you a know fanny what's pack, amazing? You know? We this one was supposed to start like at eleven. That's what Chris started at ten thirty. Well, well, it was supposed to start at ten thirty, and it so, started at eleven, and it was done by twelve o five. Yeah, and we still finished super early. That's yeah, how small it was, and it was great. I love it. I mean, at that point, at twelve o five, we were taking pictures because Paul doesn't do a lot of weird speeches. But I think most people that listen to you. You guys know that Coach Paul has um, in promotions a tendency to not start at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. That's why I was planning on showing up at noon. I know. So you never – Veteran you know move. Show, What happened on that day? So, Connor – oh, God. That was a – it was it was a terrible day. Um, it, was, it was a good day. <laughs> oh, my it, God. it was funny. But it, it was also terrible. So, like, I had every intention of coming to promotions and, like, hanging out and, like, rah-rahing in the back, right, with Connor. I had Connor duty that day, and Stacy was uh, out volunteering. 
So we went actually to Baldwin Park to go get chicken fries because that's what he wanted. Where do you day. get chicken fries from? Gators? Gators. Chicken, wait, 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 chicken wait. and fries. Oh, oh chicken. Okay. So that's I was going to ask you what that's, chicken that's fries That's what three-year-olds call chicken and fries. Okay, they don't, okay. Chicken fries. They don't use chicken fries. So we went there and like, I'm like, all right, time to go. We got to go. And then and, um, packed up from Gators and started heading this way. And the fucking dude falls asleep, right? And that's when I texted you. I'm like, oh, I can't. He's, it's nap time. That, that was against the plan for him to go to sleep? I was going to, yeah. Like, he was supposed to stay up and, like, play and, like, run around while I was watching promotions. So, dude falls asleep, so I'm like, fuck. Why couldn't he just nap during promotions? Because if the moment I unsnap him from the car, like, he's going to wake up. Oh, really? He's not one of those kids that can, no, be, no, no, like, no, take no, it no. out? He's, oh. he's a light sleeper. So, oh. like, I dude. was the king of being asleep in the car, and they just dragged me out and put me in bed. Nah, man, that sleeping. doesn't happen. It, oh, okay. it, 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 it only happens at, like, midnight if that okay. happens, you know? Okay. So, either way, I, I take him home. That's when I text you. I'm like, I he's napping can't make it i drive home i'm like slowly like quietly transitioning from the car to like his crit or actually his bed to like nap the moment his head hits the fucking pillow he wakes up and he's just like i want to go and i'm like god damn it kid so we get back in the car i snap him back in hashtag fatherhood <laughs> and i i god, i'm so annoyed so like i i hit the garage door open button and I start backing out, not thinking, is the garage door all the way open? You didn't look in the rearview mirror? I fucking hear, boom! And oh Connor's like, what God. was that? I fucking knocked the damn garage door off of the rails. And so, it's really hard to put back on. This is like National Lampoon's family <laughs> it's vacation terrible. or something. So, like, How big is your garage door? Is it like one of those two... No, no, no. It's just a normal garage. Okay. Road. But it's... A, it's it, So... How many vehicles sit in the garage? It's a two-car okay. garage. Okay, so, so it's a pretty big one. It's like a regular-sized... Yeah, it's a garage, like, right? Yeah. Like, but, like, when you knock them off the rails, you have to But it, do you have two garage doors because there are two bays in your garage or just one just garage Just one door? big Big one. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's a big one. Yeah, yeah okay. Jesus. That, I was, no, that I, that's... I, wonder, I was... It's, so I, I knocked it off. And I was thinking of a counter example, yeah. just in case. So, like, my kid's locked in the his car seat... I'm like, well, at this point, I'm going to go to jujitsu. I mean, y'all are doing it. But I can't get there because I have to put my fucking garage door back together. What time was this? It must have been like maybe 12.15 or so. Yeah, I mean, you would have missed promotions. You, I mean, But the, I would have been here for the, yeah, the, the joyous part, yeah. celebration and whatnot. And so. seeing Victor get hammered. Oh, yeah. I did get really and, fucked and up. And he shocked. And he shotgun. Oh, yeah. Our, I, I, so that's, that was attempt. why I missed, basically. I would have made it, but like I was too busy... Literally putting a garage door back together, which they're like hundreds of pounds. So, with guys, Connor there, with Connor in the car, wasting gas because I don't want to like turn the car off because I have to oh keep the car air conditioned. I'm glad you didn't pass out from carbon monoxide. Dude, it was, I was gonna, I was gonna I mean, say it's, that it's up, right? Like it's like halfway up because it it's like three feet. So I'm like, I have plenty of airflow. Okay. And and there's no garage door holding anything in because I've knocked it off. Oh my goodness! So what that a, was what a was, calamity! It's it was terrible. So, I'm sorry I missed your promotion. Oh no, man, no, no worries. This is this this right here. This makes up dog for fish. It. Oh, absolutely. This is so this is so delicious. It's really good. Anyways, but um. So how does it feel to uh, to do some Muay Thai? I haven't seen you do Muay Thai. I don't know. I didn't. So. Oh, you didn't. You just well, you just directed traffic. You called it, no. It's funny because oh yeah, yeah, I did call. say because <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just where you're like, oh, Chris is here, he can handle it. Yeah, exactly. Paul's exactly gonna be like, hey, Chris, you handle it. And, <laughs> and I was like, and you know what he said? He's like, I asked him. He's like, oh, you got because he already was out of his gear. And I was like, oh, 
It's like you got Chris Hansen. Like, oh, Jamie's going to do things. So I guess he had you or Jamie was going to. Yeah. And then, there you go, man. Right back at it. Right back at it. Right back to where I left off. So. Right back to where it was okay. <laughs> I mean, like I, I, I wish I'd gotten a little bit more work in, but such is life, right? Yeah, the, man. The the duties of. I don't know. I think I think experience. having that as an option is is great because, like, if you're like dealing with an injury or something, you can still participate. You can still work your mind, but you don't have to endanger your body. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. And it's like it's so I you know Victor it's and good I to give people a different look too. You know, yeah, like, Victor and I had to help out the other day, and that was cool just to to look at people roll and try and identify as like um, points of emphasis where they could improve and get better. You and know? then you can watch the people that you're potentially going to actually roll with, what they do with other people. Oh, yeah. To Tendencies. strategize oh. against them. Yeah, right? we're doing that. I got my playbook for everybody. Your, your do dossiers. Yeah, my notes. My do- my yeah, notes. My notes. yeah. Jeez. Nah, it's, um, it's good. And, and we're starting to have new faces in here. Which yeah, is cool. I noticed so. that. Like, I, I was like, half the, the jiu-jitsu class, I was like, who the fuck are these people? I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't see white belts anyway. And but they're like, like, who's that guy? Yeah, and it's, it's, a legend, it's a legendary. He's, a black, he's one of the black belts. It's legendary oh, black belt. Yeah, and black like, belt. they roll with me. They're like, dude, and like, you're, dude, you're bald now, so you're like a Shaolin monk coming I know, right? through the doors. He's like, so oh I, my god. So there's a huge difference. I don't know if you guys know who. who there's a huge difference between a one guard and a no guard. <laughs> so I was like, I got this new badass like wireless. Oh yeah, you, you, you mentioned thing. some comment on. Oh, dude, half the time. And then coming. Ryan was like, "Or you could go to the barber or something." Yeah, or I or I can spend money and go to the barber, but but that's what that's you were what doing does. before, right? What do you mean? That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. But, you know, I got to pay for yard service now, so you know. I oh, you're not doing your own yard work now? I mean, like chemicals. Oh. Yeah, I don't want that shit on me. Like, oh no, I, I agree with that, but. Like I'm, I mean, I've had my kid and all, but still, like I, I want my testicles to exist still, right? <laughs> right? Like this is true. This is true. This is true. <laughs> it's Jesus like, I mean, what, what? I don't know, because I've always lived in an apartment my entire life. So, what kind of chemicals do you use? Like, in the, like what kind of like what? Pesticides, like to like pesticides? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay, like okay, pesticides okay. and herbicides, man. Like okay, I don't, I don't need to get that shit on my. Skin. He want, he, I know he wants that little patch of grass between the sidewalk and the road. Oh, to like look really island, good, a yeah, a little. Yeah, got gotcha, so. gotcha. But um, just live next to a golf course, and they'll do all the the chemical treatment for you, man. No, that would that would that would also mean a higher HOA. So fuck that's that. true. And and also, you you never know if Connor would get beaten by a, a, a great golf, golf ball. ball. And plus, I'd have to be around like rich assholes. So <laughs> and Gators, because we all know Gators love. Do they? Isn't I always see? Don't don't you always see videos, viral videos of of Gators? Oh, in the little like. The ponds, yeah, yeah, you know, I guess. <laughs> or I walking mean, across the greens. I mean, we live like, in Florida, so it's like I know there are gators like in my pool, right? Like, so, so what? Uh, what are you gonna try to do with your jujitsu when you start rolling again? Do you have any anything you're working on or plan to working on? Um. So it, it actually kind of struck me as an interesting. It was actually our our post conversation. Mm-hmm. The idea that. Soon to be a new podcast, Off the Record. Yeah, Chris like the Boone. B-Sides. <laughs> the B-Sides. You guys should record all the Off the Record podcasts. And no, like we, a, we didn't. That was the problem. Like a secret library. You know Our how Patreon. Like, you know how, yeah, you know, Patreon. Yeah, you know exactly. Instagram, you know how Instagram, we call people out and like... Our OnlyFans page. <laughs> Do you know how Instagram does the close friends thing? Did you just post that for Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not doing OnlyFans. Dude, Jesus Chihuahua, Christ, Noah. Chihuahua does that, dude. Chihuahua, if you're listening to this... Fuck you, man. <laughs> when when Chihuahua, you, when Chihuahua decides to smoke a lot, not just a little weed, a little weed he'll go on his story, but a lot of weed, 
it I'm goes to close friends. I get the green circle, and I'm yeah. like, All those, right. are, those are interesting to watch. He, anyway, um, he's probably like, why are you, bro? Don't bro. tell me you, why are you being such a snitch, bro, bro, bro. bro you're he not, like, you're he not, like messaged me something on Instagram the other day about like. Like first off, I just like don't follow him because I don't care. Damn, Chihuahua, you listen to that? Chris does not follow. I just you don't care. Instagram. I mean, like honestly, like I, I, I've so the COVID has has the pandemic and and whatnot has like given me a lot more free time to like really examine like things in my life. So like I went through my Instagram and I'm like unfollowing like all the things that just like all the porn stars and like hot fitness chicks. I'm like, why do I? What do I need this? Right. <laughs> And like I think I unfollowed him or something, and like he messaged me out of the random, which he it, I haven't talked to him since he left. Well, he messages all randomly, you know. That's Did part he? of his charm. But he was just like, "I see that you like all these BJJ girls or something." It took like, a screenshot of like some random BJJ girl, and like he, had, you know how like, you can see like the people you follow and who they like, or who, you know, like yeah, in yeah Instagram. Like and I was just like, "Have you been liking too much of Jezre Matuda's uh, post or something?" <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. There's I deleted a, the post. An entire, like, there's an entire page dedicated to like MMA slash BJJ chicks, and it's kind of weird. No, no. Right? There's there's a there's a page called MMA Cheeks. Is that what it is? Yeah, I got MMA rid of that. Cheeks. She like that didn't matter to me anymore. Like, why do I need to look that at girls' MMA asses? Cheeks? All they do is repost ass shots of, of female yeah, MMA of fighters. female MMA fighters or, or kickboxers and stuff like it's, it's like. like come on. And you know what I find weird is those fitness models. A lot of them repost the reposters exactly and they're like thanks for the share and i'm like how does that work with the algorithms and stuff like does that well i don't know how it works with the algorithm but it's blatant that they're i mean i know you're making a post that's kind of objectifying but then you really are you like instagram is all about objectifying though that's the point of instagram it's all about posture well yeah i i did have a couple shirtless posts a few months ago where people were like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, you were going full bro. <laughs> I was going full Did bro. Did Drew call you out though? That's what really matters. Because I mean like that doesn't matter. Um, like yeah. life doesn't matter unless he calls you out. So, oh, Jesus. You haven't made it until then. Well, anyway. He's the SNL of life, right? <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> what about you, Victor? What Do you have, are you, I've never, I've never asked you this. Do, do you ever like work on things? Like when you, when you train or are you just kind of like, let me just react. Like what do you mean? Like, in, like rolling or yeah, like what? No, no, no! I'm talking about I'm talking oh, about okay. the jujitsu and stuff. Yeah, no, you know this. I mean, sometimes I I get, and it's funny because I usually get like start working on things after Coach Paul fucks me up really badly with something like the guillotine stuff. That's the last thing I got really oh, into it. Oh, okay. Because he just just keep doing that to me, and I was like, that's cool. I want to like do that. See how like. So I when think, he starts really beating you with one thing, you're I like, okay, I, I want to start, start doing people. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if it works on me, it's got to work on other people. No, come on. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he can do anything to me if he really wanted to, like, just kind of... There was that one week. <laughs> I'm only saying this because Victor and I... Victor can, and add, can add, like, to this. So it's like, we're rolling, and we've been, because of, you know, less people in class and just how things have been, we've been able to roll pretty significantly with Paul a lot, which is yeah. great, oh, yeah. you know? Paul's, you know, such a, a, an enjoyable role. And there's a certain way those roles kind of go, obviously... He's in control. But if we had any false sense of like <laughs> security or progression, progression. or something, there <laughs> was a week work. where that was the week where he was in his mind. He thought he'd be able to compete because he was he was planning to compete. And this is before 
The it's supposed to be July 25th, wasn't it? Yeah, and they all got shut down by that. Oh, that, they did? that got okay. postponed. That got oh, postponed. Okay. Right. My, they postponed that. There was one week where those roles were completely different. <laughs> oh, dude, I got my ass. We got our ass. We he, he got roll. Like all, all sense of progression just I mean, went out the window. I mean, yeah, I was like, yeah, any false sense of like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like, like the roles aren't quite going like the, how they used to, like last year, and like you're trying to do that, and then it was suddenly like a whole nother level of getting shut down. That's that's how I would say it. it was like I just got shut down, and I was I was there's nothing I could do. The first mistake I made, which was within seconds, he capitalized, and that was it. It was game over, yeah. and I was mounted, and I was not escaping mount. Like before, I was like, oh, yeah, I can kind of get. No, he was letting me work. He's like, I was not getting out of mount. He was clamping his quads right around my hips, and I wasn't <laughs> fucking moving them. Dude, and at that point, it was get, like, dude, there's a week of that. Just a week of that, it was a little demoralizing. Dude, I'm not going to lie. We I made like, fun of you so bad because you like, because, okay, so. Oh, really? Oh, oh dude. We were, <laughs> oh, it all comes Oh, out, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bring Paul, it to the light. Coach Paul and I were making fun of you. At, you know, this we've told you because we were making fun of you because um, there was a time you messaged him. Uh, you told me because you messaged me too. You messaged him and you said, yeah, I'm going to take a few days off. I'm a little beat up. And then the next day, I came, it was a sec- That was oh, a Thursday. God. And then on Saturday, I came, I came in the morning and he's like. I told him, dude, what do you do to know him? Because you messaged me pretty late at night. You told me, dude, I'm not going to be there. That's fucking This hilarious. is that week, too. Yeah, that was the week. And um, so we're, we're getting our asses beat by, by Coach Paul all week long. And um, Noah messaged me at night. And he's like, dude, I'm not going to be there tomorrow and stuff like that, which I appreciated the heads up because I know I can't trip my boo-boo. But anyways, I came that morning and, and I asked Coach Paul, hey, man, what do you do to him? Because like, he texted me last night. And so that escalated to like, um, we were we were making fun of you, saying, "Dude, you call me, you're crying, man." I went. So <laughs> I think I remember every that every time we, we tell the story, it gets worse. Like we add a new embellishment. Oh yeah, dude, we we just we I were was just, sobbing. Yeah, we were just yeah. I know. Called me crying last night, saying that like, you guys. I already so, he dialed the suicide hotline like prior to. So the next time you came like, in, actually, you came in that same day to record podcast. Yeah, yeah. And um, and like what, what, <laughs> I know, I came I came in sheepishly. So, so Coach Paul told me before when he comes in, you tell him. Hey, I told him to leave you alone. So, like, when he walked in, I he uh, Coach Paul was across the room, and I yelled, "Hey, man, leave him alone!" Like, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm defending you. Stop bullying, no. And you did a so good fun. defend. Your chivalry so came but through. I, and to be fair, though, he was just he was beating the fuck out of us. It's pretty funny. And I, I I will say this just because I'm sure people will balk at this. You know what was beating me up? I, I mean, he, he did put harding on, but it was not. It was not that. It was that we were doing that guillotine stuff, and it's I was the same okay the whole time. And over again, yeah. So not only was we rolling, and he was like grabbing my head. That wasn't so bad, but being okay for that stuff when you when oh you don't actually God. move so much, and he's and he's still cranking. And of course, when he does it, he wants to do it right. And my neck was just getting cranked for an entire week, and I was just like, Ugh, I, I will say that you did get your ass beat a lot more than me because you trained in the at noon and then you came back at night yeah, for se- for yeah. seconds yeah second <laughs> so, round so i was second getting my round. ass bring beat the, once bring on the pain so i was getting my ass beat once a day whereas you had your ass beat twice i think a day. i think what it showed me was um if you go with a good grappler and you make a mistake it, you don't necessarily you you're, it, you're it's going to be a hard work for you to get a second chance yeah because they're they're building that momentum, right? Where he, you're when, when Paul wanted to shut me down in a yeah. superior position, he did shut me down. Whereas before, he was letting me work the escape to keep yeah. the flow of the role and give him more reps of what he wants to do. Yeah. But when he's in competition mode of like, I'm going to I'm going to pass the guard, assume mount, and control mount, and then look to submit. 
there was I was I was shocked at I, I mean I'm not gonna lie like I was a little surprised to what degree he, he could lock back. his hand he could lock those goddamn fucking thighs around my waist in mount and they would not budge when I tried to like frame on them and push them like I tried to like jam my fists into his hips to like yeah they weren't moving good times yeah so I was like God darn it so that was that was the week and then it went back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. That, that was that was a fun week. Again, I was I was just training once a week, once a day, so I didn't get it quite as bad as you did. But it was fun, you know. I think, I think. And now um, we're all going for fucking guillotines out of half guard. <laughs> yeah. No, so when is, the ne- when is the competition going to happen? Then is when is the next thing that? That's a well, great. I mean, that's dude, a fantastic. That's a great question. question but I mean, everything's shut down. There's there another one August eighth. Yeah, there's an August eighth. Is that happening still? I don't know. Like August eighth is today. today. So oh, is there a Naga happening? Looks like that happen? that didn't happen. So I don't know. All right. I, don't know. I don't know, but but even still, like, are, it's going to be like very sparse. Yeah. Do you want to spend a hundred, a hundred and twenty bucks? I mean, that's always the question anyway. Going to a jiu-jitsu tournament, let alone in conditions now yeah. where a lot of grapplers that might sign up are not going to sign up. So yeah, you want to sign up and just get on the podium because there was nobody else in your division. That's a pretty expensive like hey, man, shirt. Just, just don't just don't post a picture, bro. Yeah. Show the metal. <laughs> exactly. Nah, no, nah, but that's that's really bad though. When when you have like only one person and one of you gets silver and one of you gets gold, that's like, eh, that's bad. And then then you put that on your and you, put it on you put that in your profile. Champion, silver, world champion. World I, champion. I got my silver here. <laughs> so yeah, it, it you know it, you it's a, the nature. You, of you it. made a good point about jujitsu competitions. There's so many categories. Yeah. That it's like, dude. There's like. Separated by weights, and then you have your belts. Hey, man. It's so many categories. I'm, gonna, your age, I'm yeah. going to be a seven-year-old world champion, bro, in the 70s, yeah. in the that's Masters, what, that's, that's what Masters I think, 6 or That's why I think it takes whatever. a little bit of the weight off the world champion title, a little bit of the weight off. I mean, it, no. unless you know. Like, at the end of the day, people know who's... who's yeah, exactly. Well, I'm, I'm like, saying, I'm yeah, saying like, a, the difference yeah. between the... I mean, the world's bracket when you have, like, super like super pedigreed black belts competing against each other. Okay, that's that's obviously really impressive, but... You have purple belt, masters, 17, 32 <laughs> class, whatever, you know. So you have all these subdivisions that, you know, when you're a world champion in one of those subdivisions, it's like, yeah, you're a good grappler, but it's Dude, like you, so subdivided. You can be a – I grappled, and she's she's an awesome person. Like He's about to call somebody out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call someone out, but – Oh, but shit. She's awesome. I met her at a BJJ Globe. Actually, I, I rolled with two female grapplers. It in Iceland last year at the BJJ Globetrotters camp. One definitely felt good for being a blue belt. She felt she felt strong, and she was technical. And the other one was just a white belt who was just a friendly girl who was you know just did her thing. But nobody where you'd look you know it wasn't like you'd say like holy shit you know kind of thing. Both of them gold medals Euros at Euros that year. So they went to Euros, which is one of the major. IBJJF tournaments. Yeah. The uh, the blue belt got gold, got promoted on the podium to to uh, to purple. So congrats to her, well deserved. And the other one got the white belt gold. So she's a gold like Euro gold medalist at white belt, which is great for them. They went out, they competed, and they succeeded. I that's great for them. I'm kind of sitting there and I'm thinking, 
like champ at white belt like this is like yeah but what what does keenan and hinger always say what nobody fucking cares if you're like oh like the only belt that matters no, in the I, think world champion, I think you know? no no i think honestly i think what they're doing is what you need to do to be the to be a gold medalist at the black belt level is like you need to be competing in yeah, those exactly. tournaments like those are, and getting exposed to that. Like that's the progression. Right, right, right. It's just funny that the title, such a prestigious sounding title can be assigned to a white belt division or a blue belt division. Yeah. Right. I mean, good for, I mean, good for them, right? Like, no, 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 it's, no, I get it. I know it sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm not undercutting their, their accomplishment. Like they're, they're both good grapplers. Like I've grappled with them. They're very good. It's just weird for me coming from the tennis world where it was just one bracket. There's no weight classes because tennis, you know, weight yeah. doesn't come in. Like, it's just a different sport. So that's odd for me, right? Like, I'm a, like, I go to worlds as a what? Imagine that. We go to worlds as white belts. Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as Chris. It's like, it's, you know, good for them. And I'm also, I agree with you. It's like, that's the progression. And I, I, I agree that the title is super flashy for what you accomplished. But at the same time, I think that's my thing. Is I'm just kind of like. But at the same time, if is if your goal is to champ, be Euro if your goal is to be like an elite gi grappler, that's your progression. Oh yeah, yeah that's absolutely. what you're doing, and that's no, you have to hey, you man, have to more, get exposed. More power because, to like, you. You got to be more power to JV you. before your varsity, right? Like, Yo, just, no, exactly. but, but that's that's J- a great way. But to it's put not it, even JV because I wouldn't even say that. It's you need to you need to be in that environment and get comfortable with that environment. You know what I mean? So why why would you not compete? It's not. If there's an option to compete in that environment at white belt, at blue belt, at purple, then do it. Yeah. You know, I'm used to thinking of an environment where the black belts have their tournaments, that's worlds, and then color belts would have their... Like, right, hang like on. It, Sorry about that. No. I accidentally hit the stop button, so just go back. But competing is a skill, too. Like, just there's, there's a skill to knowing, like, how that stuff works, right? Like mm-hmm. Yeah, like scoring points and, and, and not even scoring points, but just, like... Or performing under Just, that. like, the fucking bureaucracy of competing and whatnot, right? Like, learn... Like, getting into that... Bureaucracy? Eco- <laughs> no, well... <laughs> it sounded like you said bureaucracy. Bureaucracy? I mean, like, bureaucracy. No, I know. But, the, but there's a skill to learning and navigating that sort of ecosystem, too, right? Like, somebody who is more experienced than that is... Not guaranteed to do better, but likely to like you're not as pressured, you're not as stressed out, and that sort of thing, right? So like there, there's something to that. Um, so let me ask you guys. This is this is completely un. It's kind of jujitsu related, kind of not jujitsu related. So my buddy at work, uh, he coaches baseball, and they just held tryouts for their baseball team. And it's like fucking nine year olds or something, right? And he wanted to run something by me because he knows that I sort of like coach in the realm of athletics too and my thoughts about this and it's it's along the same lines of what we're talking about here but like the skill of competing so he's running tryouts and one of his uh co-coaches if you want to call it that said we need to run like we have our assessment like actual test portion of the tryouts but i want all the kids who are there to try out to warm up doing our team warm up and then they get to do the assessment. And I said, like, that's a fucking terrible idea because anybody who's not used to that warm up very well could grossly underperform versus letting them warm up on their own and then doing the assessment. Which do you think, which do you guys, just in your own opinion? Because my thought was if, like, any student who's gonna come from off the streets from another gym 
and do like let's say our warm up here is likely to, to be at a disadvantage if they're used to a different warm up, right? Like that that was my opinion about it. Like, how do you feel about that when it comes to competition? Like, just the idea of that. Like, because these kids are essentially competing each other for spots on a team. Is it better? But just to just to clarify, we're talking all about this in the context of tryouts for a team. Yes. Okay. I was gonna make that distinction. I think when you have a, a team, okay, whose like purpose is to compete, I think you want to have a good baseline of how are they gonna react when they're competing, and I think having that early on is good. But I I see what you're saying about. If somebody's not used to that, you might have a little bit no disadvantage. But, but okay, go ahead. I think as long as you don't you don't bias yourself when the actual assessment is performed, I think that's not terrible. I I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. Coming from a point of really inexperience, I don't really my coaching experience is like kids and jujitsu. But I would say, I mean, I think it's good to have a good baseline of how a kid is gonna just raw in its raw state compete or hmm. perform under a competition stress level kind of thing. So I, he's agreeing with you. You, com- you he's, com- he's agreeing. Like, I feel like you're agreeing with Chris then. I'm, I'm, you're saying I'm, like, don't have, don't enforce the warm up with the team doing the team thing. Just do your own thing and do the evaluation. No, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm, I'm saying, so I, I, I think I misunderstood what you were saying. So he's doing the team warm up. So he's saying like our team, cause he, he's, Let's say there are, there, they they have a team and they're the coaches already. Mm-hmm. And let's say I don't. I mean, how many kids are on a baseball team? I don't know anything about sports. Is it ten? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know baseball. How many He's kids right. are on a baseball team? How many kids are on a? Ba- I don't know in total, but on the field they're eleven. So a, a minimum eleven, right? So, so let's say the eleven spots they need they need to fill five, right? Mm-hmm. And they're having random oh, shit, people. Shit, they're nine. Show up. I'm sorry. God damn it! I should have known that. They're nine on a field. How do? You, how should you know that? I mean, like, because I play played. Oh, I you played play baseball. I played. Okay, well, and Paul played baseball, so Paul's gonna listen to this. Coach like, Paul, if you're listening to this, you guys are idiots. Because eleven's take football. a stripe off. Eleven's football. Take a stripe nine off. Nine is, yeah, yeah, I thought that was weird. I was like the same. First off, you're giving us too much credit to think that Paul's listening to this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But maybe I don't know. Is it nine? It's nine because you have three in the outfield. You have three in the outfield. Bases. You have. You have, yeah, so you have uh, three in the outfield, center field, left field, right field. Then you have four in the infield, which is third base, shortstop, second base, first base. So now we're at seven. Catcher and pitcher. Catcher and pitcher, the battery. So now you got, yeah. So it's not, okay. So let's say they need to fill. That took a while. (laughs) So that's nine people. Let's say they're like 12 on a team then just because. No, they'll have way more because pitchers. I mean, at a kid's level, I don't know, man. It, okay, it let's just say 12. But in the six. major leagues, let's say they, they have a lot four of pitchers. spots out of 12, right? And they're doing tryouts for the 12. And it's a tryout for that team. That that's that's my that's the situation I'm yeah. setting okay, up. Okay, so I, yeah, I think I think it's good to expose them to that warm-up because it's like what they're expected to perform under. Which is technically not a part of the evaluation. But yeah, I, th- I think once you see well, I, I think it should be part of the evaluation because you see how a kid performs in that raw kind of non-experience okay. but if a kid is obviously he doesn't have any he doesn't have a lot of experience but he's still performing to a you know a, ex, a good degree then you have that to kind of draw on when you're actually doing the assessment it's like oh this kid performed well so maybe I can excuse some of these things that are skill related to build on that you know what I'm saying it's kind of okay. wrong that's, that's what I would wrong. say wrong again from no, inexperience so <laughs> right that, that, I gotta disagree right that's how this works I mean I don't know I just wanted you all no I, I actually um, 
I agree with, with, with what Victor's saying. I would say it this way. If your purpose is to, to strictly evaluate these people from a talent perspective, I mean, I think part of the reason is they're kids, so maybe they don't know how to warm up. But if, if they were, like, handling this very seriously, I would actually not have them warm up with the team. I would have them show up. This is the time. You better show up ready to do your evaluation. That's my That's opinion. what I would do. That's my opinion. However, I think there's merit and it's important for them to do the warm-up if you want to evaluate chemistry with other people and how they play with others. So I think if that's they might be doing the warm-up as part of the evaluation. That was that was sort of his take about it. So he, they might say like you're, we're you're evaluating, evaluating soft the skills, if you not just, hard if skills. You, if if you're evaluating just their raw talent, have them show up at this time, do the test and leave. That's how I'd look at it. If you're evaluating like you said, uh, the character traits, the, the, the soft the skills, t- intangibles, right? Like Yeah. Then that's totally acceptable because that's what that's it's which I me, guess I mean a team sport is both facets right I that's, guess, a, that's so. a better way to put it I, I, I agree with you saying it's like if you, okay, you need fair to enough. I, I think you need to evaluate those things and, and those things are recognizable to a certain degree in a warm up you know you're and at the end of the day first of all it's kids, kids baseball yeah and number yeah. two it's kids, kids like super competitive it's I, like know, the, the, I know I know but if they're good or, anybody that's good that warm up's not going to inhibit their performance it won't make or break their exactly. their assessment okay fair enough and That's as long as i mean the evaluator should be able to identify the evaluator should be able to see that without if the evaluator needs under only a certain condition with a certain lens to be able to see the talent then the evaluator sucks oh, the talent evaluator right like how many times has have did you know this like nick paul or you you can roll with someone not not have a belt on and know pretty much what belt they are in jiu-jitsu yeah that's true. I mean. so that 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 comes down to talent evaluator so yeah Next question. No, I was just, I mean, I didn't know how the <laughs> hell that even came about. Like, I, it was literally like, he, he, Buddy and I were so just like diametrically opposed to our opinions about it that it, it's because I don't come from a, t- from a team sports background, right? You've I've been never getting a that. lot of, you've been getting a lot of people, well, a lot. You've had a few people reach out to you about advice regarding coaching or teaching. This is not the first story. Like, you've told me about other people. Like, didn't Alan like reach out to you or something? Shout out to Alan. I don't remember. No, it wasn't Alan. Oh, maybe it was someone else. I thought someone was asking. It might have been. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't it was, like Taekwondo. Yeah, it was like, how would you? Like, I, I, well, it's what, just what, he and I have a lot and, of like philosophical, like martial arts discussions about oh, like okay, how like, we would. Like he he has it in his head. Of like, I'm like, okay, so how would you run your Taekwondo class, right? Because he's he he loves Taekwondo. Like, yeah, and and good good for him. Right? And like, so do you. I mean, like I appreciate it. Ooh. I think you made a Facebook post saying that you do actually like Taekwondo. Am I remembering that correctly? You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be the person you are pull without that up, Taekwondo. No. no, I know. And no, I, I appreciate it. it. <laughs> pull it up, Jamie. <laughs> no, no. I said I appreciate it, right? Like it's a, it's, it, I wouldn't be the martial arts that I am without it existing, right, in my life. Um, but he, I, he's, I asked him, I was like, so what would you change about it? How would you train it differently? And I was like, oh, so it'd be Muay Thai. You know, I sent him a link to like, like Dutch type drills and stuff. I'm like, so it'd be this, right? Like, so at that point, like, why wouldn't you just call it Muay Thai? Like, I'm training Muay Thai instead. Aren't the techniques different, though? I mean, it's kicking and punching, dude. It's no, but I would say they're. It, I mean, okay, so obviously, but, but but Taekwondo, have don't so you have that training. spinning kick that nobody will really do in Muay Thai? I mean, like, but that's just it, right? So I was like, what would you do differently? And he's like, well, I would probably allow face punches. I would probably allow. Target. Are they not allowed in Taekwondo? Like face punching? No. Oh wow. Okay. So and like in, like the Olympics when you know no it's only oh, it's only okay. kicks from the waist and above oh, and okay. punches to from here to here 
So he was like, I would probably allow face punches and I would allow like low kicks. I'm like, so you'd be kickboxing, right? Like, and like, how would you train it then without like mixing in the idea of kind of like, uh, like forms, right? And patterns and stuff. And it would be, like, it'd be more partner drills. It'd be more reaction drills and that sort of thing. You know, I'm like, so, it, it so would, you're saying like it'd Muay, be Muay Thai, Thai. Muay Thai yeah. ideas with Taekwondo techniques, like but, Muay Thai drills. But there are no Taekwondo techniques. A kick is a kick, a punch is a punch. It's how you apply them that uh, that dictates. But that exactly what you said, how you apply them is what makes the technique different. Right, and whatever the rule set is. So I'm like, okay. he would, he'd be willing to change the rule sets to allow for a broader range of techniques. And I'm like, at that point, it's not Taekwondo, it's Muay Thai. So are, are we basically saying that, like, we're kind of condensing a bunch of martial arts really at the end of the day it's like at the end of the day now modern martial arts is MMA that's the ultimate that's like the ultimate standard because it's a combination of all the techniques because it's fine you're accounting for right? everything like, you're accounting for all scenarios whereas doing ground. Muay Thai is Stand MMA without clinch. grappling I think yep. it just depends on the on boxing the is Muay Thai without kicks yeah. no no it's not. It's not. I mean, that's different, different because the rules dictate. Yeah, what I'm saying is, what, what I'm saying is, you yeah. don't punch and you don't stand the way you do in boxing versus Muay Thai because they don't have kicks. What? 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 I'm. What I was. Gonna I'm say not saying it's like if you remove kicks and you do the same Muay Thai techniques, that's what boxing looks. What I'm I was going to say is what Chris said is it just depends when you're doing when you're fighting everything's MMA. Exactly. But when you're right? competing, it's just depends on what you're doing. If you're it's boxing, whatever, yeah. then you stand differently. If you're doing kickboxing, then you do some difference. If you're doing Muay Thai, you can clinch. or you're doing some things a little differently. So I think it just depends. So at the end of the day, we're all doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, like I like Ryan Ryan Martman and I get into arguments about this all the time at work, right? Like, I to me, jujitsu. There's like the sort of like formal definition of jujitsu, right? That. It's sort of like the IBJJF approved, accepted definition of it. No reaping. No, exactly. Like no reaping, no this and that. But then, but to me, jujitsu just means it's much broader, and it's just grappling, ground fighting without ground strikes. Fight. Yeah, no strikes. I think Gra- it's, yeah, it's the same thing as in the ground. I mean, if you're doing, if you're competing in a sambo tournament, then you're doing this thing. You're doing a BJJF tournament, then you're but doing that. But it's all grappling. It's just grappling, it's just grappling with just at, at different its core, restrictions. It's like, yeah, it's and old school jujitsu guys are always going to be harping about right, like the Chris Howder. It's like. Think no, street. Yeah, exactly. Like there should be a fighting aspect to it. That yeah, should you should be, always and, be taking into account that the guy could be punching you. Yeah, and, th- and think street, train sport. Yeah, pr- uh, or practice sport, train art. Or there is whatever no spoon. Go. Right, wherever that goes, I'd have to look up right again. But like, and that's just it. We're like, it's all to me. There isn't. It's either striking or grappling. Like everything else is just. An I have aim. a question for the hosts. As yeah. I, oh, I read this. I re- it was funny. I read this. So you know oh, how in boy. the Matrix you can learn something by just uploading into your head. Yeah. What would be the skill that you would choose to be uploaded into your brain immediately? Wrestling. Out of everything, everything in the in world, life. In you life. In life. Yeah. No, yeah, everything. I everything. Mean, like just you get you get to pick one thing. I read karma this. Karma. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I read this somewhere, and I and I, I thought it was a really cool question. So like an immediate. So like not even like martial arts. You know. Lawyer. You know how. You get you, full math. You get that ten thousand hours. Boom! Yeah, right away. you just boop. They upload it into your brain. What would be the skill ever? Like, but it's not. It's a overall. skill that it's a it's a realistic human skill. It's not like I could suddenly fly. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's got to okay. be a realistic skill that you would have to practice to attain in a regular setting. But this time, you just kind of upload it into your head. What would that be for you guys? And, and I get this is a really really broad question. So I so just take a minute. Go to a quick commercial. We were sponsored by. <laughs> I don't know. Is Jeez. this copyrighted in these things? So, 
Do you have any ideas, Chris? Like I'm, I, I, I want to give two answers because I think two answers. Yeah, no, would it's be, fine. I, it's really broad. I'm yeah, going to yeah, yeah, give like, like I'm, I'm super I'm going to give like, like what would help my jujitsu? That's fine, yeah. Or what would help my martial arts thing? And honestly, like, uh, yeah, I, it's either wrestling or Muay Thai. Probably, I'll just say wrestling, because I think. Well, it's weird though, because I feel like if I knew wrestling, then I wouldn't do jujitsu the way I do jujitsu. So it's weird. Yep. So I, I want, I want, I want to, I want to, because we're in a, a fictional scenario. Mm-hmm. Let's just say wrestling for jujitsu. If I could like have wrestling for jujitsu knowledge at mastery, I'd be like, like Mickey awesome. Rod. Okay. So so now that this is or super broad, so let me, let me and then you. from a, from a skill point, like what would I like to know? In it life? could be anything. It's funny because you know what's interesting is there are a lot of ones that I would like, but I don't want to take the joy out of not learning them. That like, is a, like, that's like a, so that's for example, like mountaineering. I don't want to like just know it. I just don't want to know it. I want to I want to experience the learning process yeah. of it. So for me, it would be something that I think would be very useful, but I have really no interest in really learning it. And and that would be either cryptocurrency trading or stock market trading. I, you know, it's funny as I was thinking That's like some sort of, because some like, sort I, of like, it's like if I just knew that, like, awesome. But you know, like in like the in like the thread that I was reading, that was a huge one. It was like I don't. This seems I have no interest in learning this, but it's so I think it's so useful that it would be cool to. Or or honestly, something medical related. Yeah. Like I don't know how how broad like you know CPR might be too like too specific. But something in that—that's that's that was my answer—is something like, like that. Skill. Like I was thinking, emergency like medicine, fucking zombie apocalypse tomorrow. What what would make me a useful person to like the rebuilding process? My answer to that question is always like to to the original is emergency medicine. Just boop. I would it. say something like being a be- like a good mechanic, like just being. You know, like 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 an actual like trade handyman upload, Bing. and that no that, no like like a, like a like a like a skilled labor, I understand, you know, I understand. like that something like that, like some sort of fucking, I can like an electrician, like you are super handy, and that's something that I'm just spending money on, right now that I don't need to. So let me let me just kind of focus it a little bit. What about s- straight jujitsu upload, just straight jujitsu one skill? Like I'm talking about. Half guard submissions, all of them, or full guard, like straight jujitsu upload. Oh, like, it would be to me. It would be uh, headlock stuff. Headlock, okay. Yeah, because well, I'm I'm, ter- I'm shitty at guillotines, and I, I think I think it would be it, it adds a good component to things. So what about you, that's Chris? what I'm practicing. I mean, like Just I would really boom. like to have more aggressive guard passing, but that's like a mindset thing. That's not. No, but it's a skill. Like a particular skill, you know, like, like yeah, I, you, you and I talked about the this guard on our B-sides the other day, you know? right? Like, the idea that, some, like, Paul, when he gets a grip, he doesn't, like, you had talked about, like, how he, he executes it, right? Like, he doesn't, like, he doesn't hesitate. It's, he's not violently doing something, but he just does it deliberately, like, with purpose. And like I feel as and though decisively, decisively, yeah. Like he's just, I'm going to do this. So jujitsu, just so like that's jiu-jitsu. probably the thing that I need to work on the most overall, and not like to seek this like perfect grip. It's just if I get something, just run with it and use it. So I I just say guillotine because I think it's something that I struggle with getting. So I think it's going to be something for me to harder harder for me to get, or it's something I might not get that well. 
But I still think what I said before applies, which is there's a real, like a lot of the enjoyment is, is learning and yeah. messing up and not, and just like, like piping in the cheat code to like, you know, max out this skill, like the skill <laughs> yeah. points in this tree. No, I get that. I just thought it was really kind of like, so yeah, I think uh, wrestling for Jutsu would probably be the imme- the most immediate, like boom, bang for your buck. How do I get better? Like Chris told me, it makes sense. Like what did Ryan Hall say? Like Ryan Hall, what, what do you think grapplers could do a better job? of? was like, if everyone just like, just started coming up for singles more whenever they had an opportunity to, they'd probably be way better grapplers. Cause okay. we, because we just probably just, chill and you yeah, know that's, that's, we I play mean, our guard yeah it was a super broad question so, so what I, about you 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 asked us questions really what, if what would you so you you said you would do so let, let's go back to the original question you okay. said you would do like emergency medical yeah for emergency the medical one. boom okay now for martial arts what what would you not ju- just jujitsu like that was the more specific one so i answered two i was like i said jujitsu for wrestling okay. or wrestling for jujitsu what would you do for MMA, anything falling under MMA, what would be your upload? So I'll, I'll, I'll give you two for one for Muay Thai striking and then one for grappling, if that's okay with you. Okay. So I'll give you for Muay Thai, I'd probably do um, like a kicking. I love kicking. I think okay. it's really fun. I would just have like better kicks, like timing and stuff. Because there's something about like your, when you're kicking, um, there's something about your range and stuff like that. You don't want to be too close because you may bang your knee. You want to be too far because obviously you can't reach the guy or you're hitting with your foot. So my kicks, I just do kicks. Poof, upload it. And for grappling, scrambles. Just but I feel like you're good at scrambling. But like, you scramble so well. Why would I, lo- you I love scrambling. So, so well, he really wants to max. So I just want to so max that. I just want to You're sharpening to my, the saw versus bringing up a weakness. I just want to go to my, my character in like Madden and just hit the plus button in the scramble <laughs> on the scramble the oh, scramble attribute because I love scrambling I love I love it it's, um, hmm. I think I, you asked me this a long time ago while while it makes a good role like what do you consider oh, yeah, a good well, role yeah, what's it? and to me it was like oh when guys were just and not not spassing out and against each other but just like so like, like that role really you nice saw scramble. like the Gilbert 30 Burns. seconds you did with Sahibi that Paul was that was fun I, I love that like that was super fun excellent example of scrambling that was super fun and that role that, that Paul posted a, a, a few months mu- like a month ago maybe of oh like yeah Gilbert cyborg Burns versus and Gilbert cyborg. Burns that was oh awesome my God. that's amazing Wait, they're just going yes the cyborg shoots so they're doing Gilbert Burns like Uchimata. they're always it's moving amazing. yeah it's amazing I love that and and the only way to get because I don't know I'm not gonna I'm saying this a little too but I mean just you may correct me on this but I don't think there's really a technique well is there a technique I'm Obviously, there is, but I, I mean, think what okay I, for me the idea of scrambling. But I'm saying is like to drill it is you have to do it to drill. You it, have to do it. You, you have, you have to, to you execute it. Not scramble. like, and I think one thing about that, that I'm extremely guilty of when it comes to scrambling, and the reason why I don't scramble is I concede positions, mm-hmm. and like that's one thing about I think wrestling that the mindset of wrestling is you never concede a position right like you're always either. Oh, I thought you said I can see a position. No, I didn't concede. Know concede, yeah. Yeah, concede. like you never concede a position in wrestling. Yeah, right? Like you're you always yeah. just grab. Like you're always moving. You never settle. So, so, yeah. so you will give up points, is what you're saying. Like in a competitive match, it's like, oh, I would just give up a point here. Whereas, like the wrestling men- mentality, the you're just gonna fight, 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 and I think that's what ultimately scrambling is. Yeah, for me is that because I, I understand your point, Noah, when you said 
I don't want to take the joy of learning everything because for me, I agree with that. There's a lot of things that the journey to getting to that point is what kind of is yeah, the yeah. point in and of itself, right? But to me, scrambling, like I said, there's no drilling. Well, I guess there is if you're doing situational sparring, but ultimately... You do a lot of, like, like flowing. Out but ultimately, it's, it's sparring. You know, the, yeah. the, the way to get good at scrambling is to scramble. So if I could just max that out and get to, like... A, and it's very demanding. Yeah, and, and, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But that's not, that's that's not what... That's not what kind of sucks for me you know because i like when we're doing today that the grip we're doing today yeah that's intricate and that's something that i want to drill and i want to experience and yeah, i want to yeah. fail and fail until i get better at it but scrambling is like i just want to get to the max level so i can just go i guess it's also like the things it's also kind of like what's a skill that you'd like to be good at but you wouldn't feel bad about like missing the journey of it or of learning it of of earning it yeah, exactly. Like, this is a skill that I don't mind. That, and that's why I said, like, cryptocurrency trading or something. <laughs> I'm like, I don't give a fuck if I didn't, you know, just tell me all the cheat codes now. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, a journey. Like, that's what I was thinking. I, my, my immediate reaction when you said, like, something not even jujitsu related, it was something like, I'd be, I would love to be, like, an excellent day trader. Yeah. You know, like, just to have that instinct. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm certain, like, there's a certain, uh, like, there's a technical end of day trading, but there's also, like, a gut scratch your belly kind of feeling end of day trading too right so and, and like there's a certain amount of like risk aversion that you have to just like get rid of to allow you to try to get into something like cryptocurrency well and or, to, uh, i don't know now we're getting out of my element to a degree but i feel con like when i look at how stocks have performed in the tech sector i kind of knew about all that stuff that was contributing to why stocks were going up and down like I, you know, I knew what good reputable companies were because I was, I was a, a, a geek and I was very familiar with that. Especially like now the gaming's blown up. It's like there, there's game companies, stock prices that have shot up that people are like, oh, this is such a great stock. It's like, I fucking knew that this company was going to do well because they had World of Warcraft. Blizzard created World of Warcraft yeah. and people didn't know about Activision Blizzard back in the day. And then they started seeing that, oh my God, these guys have over 10 million subscribers and they're charging them 10, 15 bucks a month. This is a great revenue stream. You know what I mean? Hmm. So I think I've heard some people say, like, invest in what you know. So I think if you just, like, I'm not saying the risk, risk aversion, having that mentality doesn't play a role into it. But I also think just having knowledge of the space in which you're investing, the sector in which you're investing. So if I could just download a chip and be like, I have full awareness of, like, you know, like I have a I have a finger on the pulse of things, then that's all you kind of need. Like I feel like here, it's like you know who the good a person can come in and look at belts, and they'll that'll tell one story. You can walk in and you you've rolled with everyone, and you know how you would rank the the people, or you you know what the the actual sure. story is. You know that's the difference I'm talking about. Hmm. Yeah. Man, do you have any other questions, Victor? This is man, Victor's great. No, I just, I just we gotta bring him off full time, man. No, I just because I read you that. You want an and, unpaid position? And I was really, really interested on that, like just asking people that. Like, what would you? And I get it's a broad question. That's why I don't really care when you make. Okay, I could do this with that because it's super broad. I mean, well, yeah, there's no right answer. If that actually yeah. happened, you would be like, uh, 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 you know. All right, if you, you could go to, uh, I can't. Wait. If you could go to, I won't say one because that, that that's just too hard. I think if you could go to three. If you could spend a month in three different jujitsu slash martial arts academies, what would they be? Oh, Kyotera, Louisville with jujitsu. What was the second one? Uh, Louisville is the the guy that does jujitsu. Derby martial. Derby oh, city martial yeah, arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Derby okay. city martial arts. That's what it's called. 
So Kyotera, them, and then for third one, I would do, and this one is just out of like curiosity, it, I would do um, uh, the Henry Gracie Academy. Just out of curiosity, just because I'm like. Wow, that's a broad set of, that's a broad. Yeah, it's like they're completely three different. And I'll tell you extremely why. Extremely different. Uh, my first choice will always be Kyotera because I'm a super incredible fan of Mikey. Mike Musemi. Mike yeah. Musemi, yeah. because he's like a little guy who did the absolute, and I think that gives little guys hope. Did anybody ever beat him for $10,000 or what it was? I don't, I don't know. know if anyone even... Wasn't the whole did. thing that was like... Any, yeah, but nobody like, like grappled him. Oh, really? I was like, Gordon Ryan could probably just do it. Mm, well, and anyway... That's funny. Did you, it, didn't you hear the story about Gordon when they were doing the ADCC tent camp? Oh, yeah. No. He said that he didn't want to like do it in Gordon, the with Gordon, him, right? Gordon rolled with him, and he couldn't pass his guard. And Gordon really? was the one that said that. Gordon was the one who posted in like... In the gi, yeah. Really? No, not in the gi. Oh, not in the gi? No, they did no gi. Oh, shit. Yeah, for ADCC, Gor- right? Gordon, he's like, I roll with Mikey... And I couldn't pass his guard all day, and I'm extremely frustrated. Really? I'm, I'm like, I have like, I, I'm like, he's like, I, he's like, I have to go now. I don't know what happened the next day. He's like, I'm thinking about how I'm going to go back tomorrow and, and figure this out. That's it. That's really. So was that during that like that camp where the guy bring him into Miami or something? Yeah, They're all in yeah, South yeah. Florida. All those guys. Really? So that was Gordon's admission. Good I for him. I feel like I should have said. American top team Orlando with Paul Rodriguez. No, no. I'm outside home. of that, what, I'm, just what I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm home. What I'm about home, you guys? Chris? Well, I'll let you think. I'll, I'll give you yeah, one. Yeah, I was like, I, that's so, uh, I would, I would want to train at Henzo's because I just want to see what that place is like and, and the, oh, no the New York City one? Yeah, the Danaher guy. I want to see the Danaher desk. So that's your curiosity choice. Or uh, not. No, I, I, think it would be, I think you'd learn a lot. Oh, well, obviously, but I'm saying like this. Mm. So it's I'm, funny. I'm, I'm asking it's, that because for me, my choices are one is like definitely for advancement of, of skill. The other one is... Uh, it's like a love for like a certain yeah. culture. I think jujitsu is probably very similar to our culture here. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I would I imagine. Right? I love like for the, I love like for a certain they have the culture, same type of tribe. Atmosphere. Yeah, and then the third one is just curiosity. I'm like, how did this guy make so many millions of dollars? The way he teaches and the way he sells things and the way he it's acts and the way he does. He because I mean, first off, like Horian has a, like a like a master's in business first right yeah so, so like, i just yeah, want like to experience that aspect of they, his, his stuff, like i mean know? sales is a big part of their success i would say as well like, yeah so those, that's why my three options that's why i'm asking you that but i, I no, get it, it's, it's good that. and and it and it's weird is like i i keep wanting to say i want to train at marcel's but i don't know if it's, chihuahua. Because, I, it's because maybe chihuahua trained there and <laughs> it just seems like i don't know it, it it just seems like he's gotten here's the honest truth my perception from the outside seems like Marcelo, that thing has has grown so much, you might not get the benefit of actually training with Marcelo. It would only be like if this gym got blew up, you're not going to train with Paul as much. Yeah. You know, you're going to train with all the other. But, and I'm not saying those guys you can't learn from, but it's, just, it beca- it's become more of an academy with a famous name behind it instead yeah. of an intimate setting. So I think uh, Henzo's my first... Gosh, this is tough, man. This is really tough. I've thought about this. One, two, three. Yeah, I know. I've you you, 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 you kind of thought about it. I had a couple people like that popped into my head that I'd, I'd really kind of... Um, it wasn't... People talk about the Mendez brothers, so maybe the Mendez brothers. But I'm going to say... <sighs> fuck it. I'm, I want to say they're uh, Henzo's, Atos, because I just want to see what... What, like, the Mecca school... Is right, going right. to be like and and how and I do think Galvao is a tremendous teacher based on his videos. Like, I think his his knowledge is is there. And then I definitely want to get a smaller guy in there, 
I think Kyle Terra is a really good one, but there was someone else that I was thinking of that I couldn't. Fuck, man, you had you you were you were ready. This, I've, this I've guy thought was about prepared. I'm like he's really thought Dude, about. I that have way. thought about this. This guy is like it's not I, it's not because I'm gonna move anytime soon, but I'm saying like again, I have those three categories. Which one is okay, that? Okay, straight I'll, up. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. Yeah. Um, 50-50 Academy with Ryan. Oh, Hall. Ryan Hall. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting yeah, one because when one. I saw him in the Ultimate Fighter, I was a fan. I was like, this guy is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, because I think that would be a different mindset. I was gonna throw the meows in there, but I don't know if the meows. Uh, Unity. How much they gonna benefit your game? Or you know, like, well, no, no, well, I, I don't know, but I think they're they're interesting. But I think um, part of me wanted to say Legion with Keenan, but right now. The lapel thing American is like American jujitsu. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think there is good teacher, but I think I think Ryan Hall is a very good teacher, but he has a different take, a drastically different take on things, and I think that would be very interesting. So Henzo's just to see the monsters, the Nogi monsters, Atos HQ is to see the Gi monsters, and you know where all the you know what that level's like. Yeah, you know those are like two huge that have at the at the helm like very well known instructors that are well regarded. As an auxiliary pick, I don't know of any. It would be cool to just train in Brazil at a good academy and just get that experience. But that's like that's a, that's a honorable mention. Yeah. All right, Chris. Um. So first and foremost, you you could probably guess where my first would be. Oh, SPG. SPG, man. SPG headquarters in Portland, Oregon. Um, training with the man himself. You know, Matt. Yeah. Um, my next pick would probably be TriStar. Oh, that's a good one. That's a, that you know, that's a really good like, one. Star. Because, good like, one. I could do, like, George. God damn it. <laughs> and, like, I could do, like, MMA and kickboxing. Exactly. You get, like, a full. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. I was thinking jujitsu. And, like, so fucking um, and for a small school, actually, uh, Beta Academy, where JB came from. Oh, in, wa- in, uh, in, in Washington, in Washington, Washington. D.C. Because, like, I was following them. Like, they had randomly liked one of my jujitsu posts when I first started on Instagram, like, I don't even know how many years ago. And, like, so I started, like, we follow each other, right? And I actually remember seeing JB in some of their posts. Can anybody really? in Beta Academy? Yeah, like. I'm pulling up Beta Academy Can anybody right in Beta Academy? So Beta Academy. This? And, like, and you know, like, one of the things that JB said to me, I was like, where would you, you know, he was wearing, like, a Beta Is Academy Is it, like, shirt. Beta, like, Alpha Beta? Yeah, yeah. And um, he was wearing, like, a Beta Academy shirt or had that bag or something. I was like, I was like oh, this, is that where, like, where'd you get that shirt? And, like, he's like, oh, that's where I train. I'm like. God, I, I knew I saw you from somewhere, right? Because he would wear his, like, Goku stuff and, like, that sort of thing. And I'm like, I've seen Man, him in their JB. fucking posts. So, like, Beta Academy. And he said, like, one of the things that really he enjoyed about our gym is that, like, he had the same kind of vibe that, that they had there. You know, so I would probably fit in very well. So those yeah, three gyms. Cool. I mean, like, and, and, of course, like, I I love jiu-jitsu, of course. But, like, I also, I just love martial arts in general, which is why I think I would probably lean more towards less competition jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. oriented schools and more towards, like... A cultural thing? Jiu-jitsu is a, is a portion of what they do, but ultimately MMA is what they do. Yeah. You know, and that's why, like, so, like a place like TriStar, SBG, and Beta, you know, like, they're all... Mm-hmm. They're all more than just jujitsu schools, and yeah. they're not. I mean, like, I don't, I don't keep up with the competitions, but obviously they're not any of the big names within competitions and yeah. stuff. But like, that's that, that. Those would be my picks, you know. So, that's actually one of those things that kind of draw me to this place so much. That again, I, I like the culture of it. I think that's a huge thing, and that's why, you know, there's uh, the distinction for me. Like I said before, is one that's like specifically for technique growth. Yeah. 
One that's for like a curiosity factor that I'm like, I want to see how this actually is when I'm inside. And the third one for like, this is a culture that I would like to experience, you know? Yeah, um, like, dude, this guy got his black belt, so Nakapan. That's the name of the, the head instructor. I don't know. They just I don't even cool know stuff. how to say his last name. Jeez. I, I, You'll I see JB in their, in their photos somewhere. Well, I've, I'm on their website. Oh, okay. I got you. He got his black belt under Pedro Sauer. Really? And he okay. got it in 2003. Holy shit. Yeah. He's been around. He's been around, brother. And Pedro uh, Sauer's a, you know, he's a Texan uh, black belt. I yeah, think. I think yeah, so. Yeah. And the only story I remember is that uh, JB said his, this, this, his coach, this guy, broke Nicky Ryan's foot with an Estima lock in a competition. Oh, really? <laughs> really. And he, I mean, Nicky Ryan must have been like 14 or something. Right, right. Or something. And he broke his foot apparently, so go figure. But yeah, he said the guy's very good. So, dude, he, he, he's, he was a no-gi world's middleweight champion at black belt i believe yeah there you go 2016 so like beta academy would be fun you know like it's not a big name i mean like it is a big name but it's not right but it's also like i i anything i've gathered from the gym it's it like seems a, very it's comprehensive like cool i mean they offer brazilian jiu-jitsu muay thai yeah, it's mixed a, mar- it's MMA, MMA wrestling gym, right? they have a bunch of people listed on under their staff page too so and i thought about training up there when i visited virginia last year when we went to a family vacation but stacy was like you ain't you ain't going on a family that's, vacation. that's the thing that you always we always say is going to happen never happens it never does because like, we go on vacation the jujitsu chip just turns off you're just it, like you but i mean that, that's not to say that yeah, i haven't looked at it you're like yeah. i like the break like i'm not trying to like compliment myself but I'm not. I'm not really trying to. I'm just, when I'm on vacation, I'm like, I'm on vacation from jujitsu as well. To disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't want to train. Really. So your three would be SPG, TriStar, and, and Beta Academy. Beta Academy. Yeah. All MMA gyms, basically. You know. No interest in going to that like Muay Thai place in Thailand. Nah, man. Like, no, dude. I don't, don't want to fucking. Like, Thai, I like air conditioning, be, man. That'd be a. <laughs> that'd be a cool thing. I, I I would like to experience that at some point. You know, because I, I do want to travel a lot more and stuff like that when I when I graduate yeah. and shit. So that's one of those things that I and I actually I talked to JB about this a while ago, about like training in like um, like a Thai camp and shit. Like they the crazy routines that they do. I like to experience that at least like for a little bit. It's gonna be cool. And this coming from I don't want to be a pro fighter or anything like that. I just I, I just train for fun. I yeah, just train for like my own enjoyment. Um, but I would like to experience that kind of that kind of thing. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. I mean, anywhere where they go and they run a 5K before it's two hours amazing, of training. It's fucking awesome. Like, holy shit. You know, like. But like that's, and people complain when Chris makes people do air squats. And I know, up. right? Like, they're like, oh, yeah, God. Chris these. has, like, infamous warm-ups where people puke and, and stuff. What's your record now? I think your record's like four I think people. it was two or three in one day. In one day. In one class, in actually. One class. But, like, in total, you have, like. Sprawl! In, like, a recent, in recent memory, you have, like. I have a lot of people shoot yeah. in class. Sprawl, shoot, start running it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, push up or not? That's the. Yeah. Yeah. You start doing every time, jumping jacks. I'm like, God, this is old school. We're doing jumping jacks. I will say this: every jumping time, jacks are like a perfect exercise if you think. About I will say it, right? this: every like, time we do your warm ups, I'm like pumped up, and you can attest to this now. I'm like, I'm starting to get into like, yes, I know. He's like, yeah. This. He's like, watch the watch these weaker individuals fall to the wayside. People are <laughs> fucking pussies now, man. There we go. Boom. <laughs> This is from Chris Vu, ladies and gentlemen. The like, ultimate guard boy. Chris Vu, Chris, you're like to me, and, and I don't, I don't mean this in any way, positive or negative. I think you're like a super passive individual. 
and it's cool, you know? Oh, that's... But I I've, mean, nev- like, I've never witnessed you saying, like, dude, people are fucking pussies. Like, they just put it in, in the wall. It's cool. People are weak, man. The bruise in BJJ and bruise gets a different side of Chris out. It does. <laughs> I mean, like, it, like, at least you're hearing it. And people are, like... We need to get you drunk more often when you grapple, when you teach Like, classes. if you like, can't... If you can't survive my warm-up, Jesus Christ. Like, come on. I have, I have some... I, I agree with that. I feel like, you know, you... you in, and and even Coach Ball talks. About, I think he talks about this in that in that video that nobody talks about. <laughs> the video everyone's seen, but nobody. But talks no about one. <laughs> low key is like we've seen it on the down level. We don't acknowledge that we've yeah, seen. Yeah, you, got, you got to stay quiet about. What that are the video. five? We talked about. Oh this, yeah, yeah, What yeah, are the yeah, five yeah. things? But anyways, any one of those one of those things that is being he, in shape is being in shape. Yeah, and I think that's a. And because even for a straight self defense scenario, you that's one of those crazy things that always intrigues me, right? Like, jujitsu. A lot of people join for like the idea of getting in shape but it never happens <laughs> nah, i'm just kidding <laughs> but it does <laughs> for certain people a lot of try. times yeah, and it try. doesn't a lot of times too so like let's say it's like a 50 50 thing right like i've always it's, it's always intrigued me so i have to interrupt even for the people that don't seem to get in shape doing jujitsu which I, I they're in better shape than they were they're imagine better, yeah, if I they didn't do it yeah exactly like i agree with that yeah, that that Dude, I. This oh, beer is getting right. to me because I'm talking a lot more than I started. I know. Have you Look at that. This guy is. You haven't even gotten through half of that thing, man. Dude, I, I just started drinking. Pussy. Bro, my, my, I'm about to chuck this now. <laughs> there we go. Are you have to split the rest of that with me and oh yes, yeah. give it a swig. This is really good. Like it's it's it's, it's, it's so better tasty. as it gets warmer. It's right? so tasty. Yeah. yeah. When so it's warmer, it's better. I, I think when it comes to the warm up and stuff, I think your warm up is fine with a. Intermediate to advanced class with colored belts. Oh come on! Uh, no, I, I, here, here's my truth. Here's the truth. Here's the thing. I think white belts need to be shown how to warm up. You can't assume that they know how to warm up. But I people, don't do anything so Noah, technical I know he's, that requires. I'm just tennis player. No, I understand. You're not doing technical. It. Like you're you're doing just calisthenics things, movements that everyone should be familiar with. Yep. Right. That you should be familiar with I, by the time I, you're seven my, years old. I, I get that. Class. So. I guess I guess what I'm trying to get at is I feel like I'm starting to come around more to the the Gracie thinking in terms of how to approach white belt. Ooh, you mean coddle the shit out of them? Ooh, yeah. Or well, not coddle the shit. I mean, yeah, but Chris, but or, we, or ease but we them in. Yeah, yeah. But we do that here. No, no, absolutely, we, we do. do that here. Uh, yeah, I, but like I, we, I we definitely. I mean, one of Coach Paul's biggest things. It's when progressive we're doing the resistance. Intro right? Is saying we're gonna ease you into this process, which I get. That's how you get I, people. Basically, to stay. what I'm saying is I, I'm a. I don't. I don't think Victor's familiar with the guy. You might be familiar with him because we've talked about. It. I think it's a combination of the Gracie Academy approach and what this Estonian black belt Preet is preaching. Yeah. Where I think that. I think we can. There are going to be guys like Victor, that already have a predisposition to grappling, and can be quickly whisked into just a normal jiu-jitsu class and they'll be fine but there are far more and this is especially critical from the business sense of how do we retain you know members in an academy where you can present jiu-jitsu in a different way in a progressive way when i mean progressive not progressive like like in terms of progressions not like progressive versus conservative but rather like a progression of hey i'm just going to show you what an arm bar is and we're going to be working that position and keep it super basic. Something that would probably bore the hell out of Victor because he already has grappling experience and wants to go live. 
there are probably more people that would do jujitsu if it were presented in a way that's not how it's currently presented, where it's more role-centric. The thing that I have a conflict with is, are you teaching jujitsu still when you do that? That's my kind of like philosophical question. By, are we like, what do they say, watering it down? Are we, you know, doing think, things different? Are we doing, are we doing like cardio grappling now? Kinda? I think you are if there is a progression that you stick to. You know what I'm saying? Like we are doing what? At some we're... point, they should be working to sparring. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's, that's the end goal. Right? You, you talked about this progression from going to starting in a specific position and showing you only these things, and then I feel like once you, if there is that progression that you're gonna get to this point at this amount of time, regardless, I think you are teaching jujitsu because yeah, it's it's. I mean. The, the the way I think they did it when Coach Paul started training, I think that's a bad way to sell it now. Yeah. I mean, so, that definitely weeded out people, but it might have also kept a few people that would have been really talented away, too. What, what are you talking about? I miss them. Like the old school method. Like, I'm sure it did weed out all the softies, but it probably pushed away people that but then could have been also, very good. Yeah, like you could have definitely, yeah. Like you could have definitely out developed this person. Yeah, but I'm saying you can onboard somebody very slowly, but as, as long as we're meeting this let's say deadline of, okay, by this point, you should be able to yes. grapple with a little intensity. Like, as as of, like how do you teach a takedown, right? As like long for, as we're meeting for, that. Well, like, you're, let's say somebody who's 65 walks in here and they want to learn jujitsu. You know, like, how well, do that, you... That's a... That's a, that's a, a, a bit yeah, extreme. I get that, right? super example. But, like, and you want to work on something like takedown defense with them. You don't have somebody shoot at them right off the bat. Really. You have somebody crawl at them. Yeah. Right, like, and then you you build from there, right? Like, and that method shouldn't be any different for other people, right? Like, it's, because it works for them, it definitely works for other so, people. So, uh, let let me be more let me be more more specific because Victor kind of helped me organize my thoughts in my mind a little better. I think what we can take what I'm what, what I'm saying we could take from the Gracie Academy is a little more formalized structure in what are the key lessons that we need to teach a brand new person yes. to get them ready for a regular jiu-jitsu class. And I, based upon what I have observed and seen in their curriculum, it's A, self-defense based, right? Is no, I, that we, we know that. They, B, they're all about self-defense. B, movement based. Mm -hmm. And then once those movements are learned and mastered, you start applying it against progressively resisting opponents. So that's where the pre thing comes in. Because yes. I think most people, including us, do a terrible job with progressive resistance drilling. We don't coach people. I don't people. think we necessarily do. I think people, I think over time you learn to do it. It's not coached explicitly exactly. of how to do it. That's, my, that's where I'm saying. You know what I really like about Coach Paul's approach? Having like experienced it when I helped him out with the intros and stuff, that... I think a lot of his approach is how do I avoid making people feel dumb? Because that's what turns you down, right? Exactly. Like, like if they're unsuccessful on the first rep because you're resisting, like yeah, it's, but say, it's not like, even that. It's like it's it's when you're doing something and you feel like you're not getting it, and or when you're grappling live with somebody more experienced that that person is helping you out and they don't mind helping you out, but you don't know that yeah. in, in your mind you're slowing that, them down. That's the huge. And this is the pre thing. The pre so, thing is there's a disconnect between training and going live because you train and everything succeeds because the person doesn't resist at all, and then you go live and it does 
doesn't work because the person's resisting 100% and the student's like, what the fuck? But I'm going, I'm going even beyond that. It's like when you're, you as a white belt, that you just, you just drill close guard and then you get to an, an S-mount-esque position. You're like, you stop there. And in your mind, well, I'm stupid because I don't know what what to do here. And this guy most think I'm stupid, even though even if the person in the bottom doesn't feel, doesn't think you're stupid because he's slapping you Dude, out. Look right? at the fucking warm up when they all look around on the first day and they're like, wait, wait, wait what and are I, they doing I, now? You know, I we're doing like shots. What, yeah, you know, like a penetration think, step. What's that? A lot of you know. That's what I think his approach is on that because he tries to okay, what, what, how do I? decrease that how do i make people feel like they're they're following along they're, they're yeah. you know and i think that's really good i think one thing especially when it, okay so like i think kickboxing and stuff is approached an intro for that can be approached far differently than jiu-jitsu because we're talking strictly jiu-jitsu okay right? we're talking strictly jiu-jitsu yeah because off, for Chris, example like something like kickboxing the end game is what's that i'm just kidding i just call it kickboxing because I'm, I'm just kidding i just said but like the the end game for that is very simple right hit the other person yeah jujitsu people don't even fucking understand the difference between guard and mount and whatever it is right and i think one of the things that could be taught to a new student very simply is hierarchy of positions and why right because at that point they understand they may not know how they got there whatever cases but they understand why it's a bad position who said? Ask, I want to ask you because uh, you may know, and you, Professor Noah, might know more about this. I, I can't remember who I read this from, but somebody said that the IBJJF point system is based on where you can Ability strike. To strike. Better. That, who said that? That's the Danaher Rogan. Is that thing. true? That's the Danaher thing. Yeah, is yeah, that the, true? It's that's from. It's that's from, from the where you can the, strike better. It's where you can progressively strike better. Yeah. Is that true? Is that a yeah? Thing? Because because the uh, because original jujitsu is based on fight. So is that how the point system got developed? Yeah, it's because you. Oh, okay. And you're not I don't know if I'll just defer to Chris. I I just heard that theory from Danaher. I don't know it if was it was his factual. interview with for or, uh, Joe Rogan where he explained. Yeah, he explained I don't know if that was factual or not. I don't know if it's factual. I know it's been modified over time because that's why like you don't get points for escapes like you do in wrestling, right? But you don't get a points for escapes. Well, you get for reversals, which is our kind of escapes. Which you but don't you, you have get to end up points, in a better position. You don't get points for reversals in jujitsu, though, right? You only get points for sweeps. So like you you get points for put constantly putting yourself in a better position to strike, but you don't get points for escaping a bad position in jujitsu. But yeah, yeah, like that's that's from my understanding. That's why the point system was set up the way it is. Okay. That, that's where I learned. I mean, it, I agree. In like, mastering jujitsu, actually, I've I found myself, I found myself telling what because like we've had this influx of brand new students. I found myself telling them. Um, concepts like uh, like high level objective concepts yeah like hey in general when you're in close guard when you're on bottom you're trying to get that person to you're trying to pull the person down and yes. close to you when you're the person on top you're trying to do the opposite you're trying to make a you know make a good frame and posture up you know so I think that goes with what you're saying it's like look over time you're going to see exceptions and you're going to you're as you get better at jiu-jitsu you're going to see other pathways but in general in general in general you want to progress from being on your back to being in side control to being in mount super meta right like and it's, and and from mount either to stay in mount or to that, go to back if they can get that on that roadmap in the top of their head just at a high level and understand that and i think the intelligence is understand that look as you get better you're going to start to see you're going to see lessons and things that 
go against that maybe in some way. Yeah, exactly. Like for but, example, let's look at being in clothes guard, right? Like you're I you're in my clothes guard. We in gen, jiu-jitsu it's accepted as neutral, right? But like as you progress, like if they're square, then you understand that you can't there's no back exposure. If they get an arm across, then there's a little bit of back exposure and you start climbing and there are sweeps and the, the submission attempts, right? Like and those will come over time. Like it's just it's what you guys have rolled with enough new people at this point and you start rolling right like the end of class it's like we got five minutes and they just they literally say what do i do what do i do that's right? what that's what i think you want to avoid you want to give him an objective a clear exactly objective. and you say all right so right now in As your a body, general rule of thumb yeah like right now i have my legs around you because that's that's my thing i lock my legs on right you need to try to get around my legs, right? Because that's an obstacle for you right now and try to pin me down. Like, think of a wrestling pin, right? Like, and I, I don't think they even understand because they don't understand even the rules yet and they don't understand the objectives other than tap the guy out. Like, they're something as general as position control submission. Like, that alone, I think if we espouse that to a newer student, that would also give them Ryan would would vastly disagree. With I know that. he would, but like you have to play the percentages and either way. No, I so. think it's again teaching objectives and even like half guard, which I think is a position where you can go in a lot of different ways. Yeah, you could still just say, look, if you're in half where we start, we started in the, a bad half guard position. If you're the half guard player on bottom, right? You are flat on your back. The guy had a cross face and underhook. The classic bad start position that we always. Yeah. If we say, look, this is. The, this is the way half guard look if things are going badly for the bottom guy. Try and get a frame, create space. Then they'll start get reverse Z, engineering it, right? Get, 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 a, get Z guard, and that's an improvement. And now you can go to close guard. Right. And if you want to get fancy, hey, you can go to the underhook and do a sweep. Now, do you show them like, hey, you can do the Shaolin sweep? Or, hey, you can, do, you can dive and do these other funky... No, you don't... They'll learn that and they'll see, ah, exactly. I can actually, there are other pathways I can take. You, I think you but start show with them the, the base percentage thing and then from there. Or just the fundamental basic stuff because yeah, that like stuff will never fail. Right? That yeah. stuff will never fail. If, if they don't do the Shaolin, but they get good at the very basic stuff we just described, they're going to be very good grapplers. Yes. That's fucking Hodger Gracie. That's Hodger Gracie the man. Yeah, like 100%. You know? Yeah. So I think you're right. I think, you know. Like Reagan today, Reagan's like, well, what do I do in this situation? What do I do, right? Like, I, what, what do they say, right? What do I do? And it's like, well, in general, or okay, I got a mount now. I don't know what to do. Like, we got out of the position we're in. I was working with two guys, you know, brand new guys, and they both yeah, started they, back they mount, were. right? And they don't, and and yeah, they're they're like, you have to show them some etiquette stuff, like you know, don't grab individual fingers, breathe, don't panic. That must right? be a super instinctive things to do. To do, you panic. And like it's the to adrenaline just grab people's fingers. Think it's about like, it. Adrenaline starts to kick in when you're white. I mean, adrenaline kicks in, and as an experienced grappler, you you relax, and the, the adrenaline yeah, does not like, kick in. When a guy's smashing you on top, your adrenaline's not kicking. You're you're frustrated. Right. You're, you're exerting yourself when you're trying to escape, but you're not like animalistically, like ah, and thrashing around. Like so, know? like there's or something <laughs> that Danaher talks about a lot, and and Thornton talks about a lot is like the micro positions, right? Like posture, like Thornton calls it posture. But that's beyond the level that these guys can understand. I, think. I don't think it is, right? Because like, for example, we talked about today and actually kind of Paul talked about it in the lesson today 
is like if I'm top half guard, I wouldn't want to do this because like, and you know, it's just the dude just bucks and you just fucking go over. Right. Like, so you have to teach the person on top, like a fundamental position. But I agree with Noah that that might be a little too much to grasp. Is that too much? I think so. I'm talking about the very beginners. Yeah. Yeah. For a very, for a very beginner. But So let's look at all fundamental positions, right? Like, because at least, hang on, sorry to interrupt. I think the one thing I'd say is, look, if, if you get a guy in top half guard, so we've got the beginner. We've show we've told them one thing. If you're in if you're in close guard, getting to half guard is better for you. All right. If you're in half guard, try to get to side control or mount or mount or mount. Yeah. Right. But if you go up to hard, yeah. Yeah. So in his mind, he's like, I'm trying to get to side control. Let's just say. Yes. Okay. So he's doing whatever he thinks he knows to try and get free that leg, and then he's gonna and he keeps getting rolled. He keeps getting swept, and he's like, Gosh, I keep getting swept. You know. Well. At least he's frustrated in something that's happening to him. He's not frustrated in lacking ideas of what to do. Because I think True. the yeah, former yeah. Yeah. can be motivating. The latter can be very frustrating and, he has de- an and demotivating. Mind, right? like, he had an objective. And then the next step is if you can show people why they lose, now you've eliminated another possible demotivator. If people lose and they don't know why it's frustrating if you lose and you know why if i'm Vic, if i'm rolling with victor and he gets me in a bow and arrow and i have no idea why he got me in the bow and arrow i'm gonna be like what the fuck but if he got me in a bow and arrow and i know it's like god i tried to get that frame there and i missed and he beat me to the cross face and he was able to now i yeah. know i know it's like fuck i gotta do that better next time and now i want to go like let's go again let's go again you know like let's, so i think that's the other thing i i don't think i don't disagree with what you're saying would help i think the bare minimum for a brand new person, the better. And I think that, in my opinion, might be a slight reach. What? To, to teach them, like, the higher What top positions? control position? No, what top, con- what some basic principle of top control? I think basic principles in general. I'm saying, like, I for- think it's just about clear objectives, you know? And that's what, that's, that's what he's saying, you know? Yeah, I mean, Having, sure, like, like, very, um, things that you appreciate later on. It's like, oh, this is a, this is a general concept that, like passing with an underhook. Passing with an underhook. I gotta pass with the other side. Yeah, like you know how long it took me to realize that was a principle. But if I told you that, even if he probably said it, I, it never registered. But with if me. he told you that as a white belt, you're like, okay, what I, I get. But you, 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 you know, but it's just you don't appreciate it because you're not really interested in that. You, you want clear objectives of clear things of what to do right now to, to so do better. I, so like, I, I think my thing is, and maybe it's my mentality, but it's like if you tell him your goal is to go from this position, close guard to half guard, and then from half guard to side control, then that in and of itself gives a goal, a very clear goal. All they have to learn is what the different positions are, which aren't too many if we talk about those like, standard, yeah, ten, you know, yeah. maximum. Obviously, we're not talking about the intricacies of orientations. Oh, and fucking each of deep the, half. And yeah, yeah, no, we're not that, talking about that. Like if someone goes deep half on a white belt, let the white belt be like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And then they're going to end up in half guard and they're going to be like, okay, no, I need to... I'm on bottom, I need to go to close guard. If they have those clear objectives, then you can just tell them, this is what this position looks like, this is where you're trying to go, and this is what it looks like, figure it out. And yeah. they're going to start doing jujitsu. Absolutely. And then they'll, they'll start caring more about the technique that, that yes. relates to them going from position A to position B. They'll be like, ah. So I think that's why we're all in agreement with what you said. Give the hierarchy yeah, yeah, yeah. of these are what the positions are. So Do our it. intro class, yeah. right, is... Show them movements, what a hip escape is, what a shrimp is. What, just get them competent to do our warm-up. Teach them what they need to know to go through our standard warm-up. 
and then show them the basic positions and maybe for shits and giggles, show them the basic submissions. What a triangle is, what an arm bar is, what a rear naked choke is. Yeah, because those are recognizable too, right? right super recognizable. I wouldn't even show them a Kimura. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even show... Actually, I wouldn't show them a triangle, but I would show them an arm bar, rear naked choke. Yeah. Because those are like... So they have a jiu-jitsu, basic... Jiu-jitsu, right? Like yeah. when you think You've jiu-jitsu. You've seen it in John Wick. If they, know, if they, know, yeah, those, exactly. if they know those things... And, and that's also adding a little bit of sizzle to help keep people attacked like because what's more exciting i learned what half i learned what half guard is or i learned how to do an arm bar when they go home talking to their significant other or talking to their friends or just thinking like that's more exciting so i think you need to balance that a little bit but those those three things uh warm-up movements what the basic positions are and the hierarchy of them Mm-hmm. Why one's better than the other? That's key. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm just saying. The only position. reason why I even say that too is right. It used to frustrate me to hell when I was like a purple belt, and like kind of starting on my instructing journey, and somebody would be trying to. Oh, like I would, I would be working with somebody, and they would like, I think they were like a blue belt, and I, I remember this distinctly. That's why it frustrated me so much, and they had full mount on me, couldn't finish me. Because I was just like, you know, just eventing where it was. It was actually a female. And so she literally grabbed my head and rolled me into her guard. I was like, why the fuck did you do that? Like, keep on working and try to finish me instead of rolling back. Right? And, and I was like, why didn't you, why'd you do that? You know, like, why didn't you fucking try to tur- like, turn me onto one side and try to take my back and do something instead? And she had, like, at that point, she was literally, like, like zoned out. Right? And this is a blue belt. So I was like, her option, her, she had no idea that she was pulling me into a better position and pulling herself into a sure. worse position, right? Like that alone. Especially from a self defense point of view. Right. Like, if you're mounted off an, an assailant, but you feel more comfortable rolling exactly. in, I'm now like, they're going to start punching so like, you. You're like, that's, and that's where like, I think it's a failure for us as instructors sometimes is providing not just a clear objective in what we're doing at that very moment, but like a very broad introduction to what jujitsu is like strategically and like why we do certain things. So why, why do we not pull somebody from fucking full mount into your own guard? Dude, I think we solved it. I think we've got our intro lesson for the pre fundamentals class. Cause I think that, that coach ball, I think that allows fundamentals class to be taught a fundamentals class to me should be able to be taken by any level and they should all get something out of it. Sure. I think the intro, like the guppy course to get everyone ready should be tailored specifically for brand new people to get them prepared for taking a fundamentals class. Yes. Right. And it, they with should a little razzle dazzle with, with a little a tiny razzle. bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Hip hop soup is magical. To yeah. People. But what that will allow us to do is, they understand what's being taught in fundamentals class. Yeah. Even if they don't know, they understand the words, the terminology. And I, I think, I think it makes a lot of sense. It will, if you give them the idea of, look, your, your, your goal is to go from here to here, figure it out. Then they're going to already a better start than like, what do I do? And now they're going to, they're going to like mess around and then they're going to have questions. And now the, the, the lessons we give about specific techniques passes 
are going to resonate more because they've already tried themselves. Yeah. And they've it's already like a had a module to, to them yeah. at that point. Now, right? like going beyond that, the separate issue is, oh my God, hang on. Side, side note here. Is this the, I'm not going to touch anything. No, it's tool well, that we see on, is on Instagram it's a all the time. Key. Yes. That's, that's, that's what it is. So, so I'm looking at, at uh, Chris's keychain, and it seems he has a new one on his keychain. I haven't seen this before. That looks like the thing that allows you to press buttons and stuff. It, it's terrible at touchscreens. So what's the what's this like? What's this rated edge for? I haven't figured that out yet. It, it's not even on like the okay. brochure. Carl, Let Carl, what, what what on a on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most lethal, one being not that lethal. How Carl. good would this keychain thingy be used as as? Carl's as a weapon. Carl's a resident weapons expert. No, this is actually new. So, oh, this is new? no, my other one. Hand I figured it's mic. like I'll be traveling. Speaking to the mic, Carl. Speaking. It's to the meant mic. to open doors. Jesus Christ. Come on, come on. Like a two, a two. Oh, you gotta improve your game, Chris. I mean, it's, it's good to have something. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Could you think you could grasp that and punch someone like a flashlight would be better? Oh, there you flashlight go. Would be like so the, carry a flashlight, bro. All right. Thanks, the, um, Carl. Carl will review the, anything on your keychain and, and let you know how you can weaponize it. Don't put it. your keys through your fist. That's like a terrible idea. Okay, so Carl's saying you take your flashlight, you flash, you can blind, and then you can hit. There you go. All right. Thank you, Carl. But don't put, ladies, don't follow these fucking goofy karate classes and put your keys into your knuckles. That's just dumb. That's just, you're going to fuck your hands up. Because most people can't punch without breaking their hands in the first place, so let alone like trying to punch and maintain like the integrity of your fist with keys in between your fingers. Like it's it's not gonna happen. Like boxers break their hands punching, and they're trained punchers. Absolutely. Let alone some goofy woman who's taken an hour course by some guy who's never actually fought before. So I think, I, I think back to the. The curriculum ideas, I think it makes sense because they, they have an idea of what to do. Whether they're doing anything that makes sense is different, but they at least they know what they're trying to get to. And then as they learn a lesson, it should turn their untrained attempts to go, their untrained attempts to go from close guard to half guard, for example, into a trained attempt. Yeah. And a technical attempt to go from close guard to half guard or half guard and to And that's where, the, like you said, like the questions arise. Like, hey, I know I need to do this, but this guy always does this. Exactly. And that was my experience with, right, with like here at the beginning school of side control. I was always in side control bottom. All right, what do I get out? This so guy's jamming his bicep into my face. So then how do I the first escape? And then I would say I'd start doing it, and then they'd immediately go to position one. It's okay, now how do I get out of position? And that's how I got that's, you know better at that. But you're also willing to ask the questions. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's the that's the own you know absolutely. So. But ha, you know, giving those objectives to people, I think, is, is key. And then. You can start giving them heuristical, like your not heuristical, but heuristics and basic like rule of thumbs and concepts in terms of you're doing better in this position if this is happening. You're doing exactly. worse if this is happening. Yeah, and the amount of control you have in that position. Correct. Like, now, like either bad, you know, top or bottom. Or yeah. Whatever. Now the separate topic is the progressive resistance. And actually that's, that's coaching, <laughs> and actually coaching what progressive resistance and is. That's <laughs> to, so basically, we need to spend more time with the training partners about how to be a good partner. Yeah, how to be a, a good uke for your guy. You know what I mean? And because a lot of my best development has come when Victor and I are very 
are very focused on not winning, but rather giving a reasonable look, but yeah, giving same. a look that allows them to work, that allows, you know, like, Victor's going to defend my pass, but he's not so going to try and shut it down. Here's the same. argument against progressive yeah, resistance that I hear from even some higher belts is like by the way paul just posted a, a story of a scramble from today with mike and victor that was an awesome scramble. and victor has been watching this thing on repeat now in silence the last five minutes yeah, he's like why. he's like hyper analyzing things we need to have a camera and videotape our rules i have a, you know how much time we'd be like dude, god I, what are I we doing a, i have a bad habit of every time he posts like something of of just doing anything i'm like looking at it i'm like mm, what was that what was How i doing did, there? like what were, was i thinking at that moment yeah, and, it was weird, he, yeah. yeah. and there's this one part i just showed no that i'm like ah, i could have done something there but i didn't do it and i'm like but yeah it's just like did you recognize it at that moment though or you only recognize it now no because we we're just scrambling we we're just going and I'm, I'm looking at the video and it's hmm. like god damn it i should have just kind of committed to that a little better maybe that would have hmm. given me a better chance because the end of the scramble is i come up for a double and mike just kind of just, um, he he mics the heebies you yeah he, he lifts me over and mounts me and then we end up in like like a guillotine and I get out and I get to deep half and and, and whatnot but the bottom line is I'm on the bottom of Mike Sahibi and I don't want to be there yeah so nobody does so um, yeah man it was it's, it's weird yeah you're giving up seventy pounds yeah. what's his weight I mean Sahibi Sahibi is over over two hundred is what, it really what do I weigh and oh, he weighs one thirty. Is yeah, Sahibi over 200? Yeah. No. He's like 190. Well, I mean. No, he's pounds. over 200 right now. Oh, is now. he really? Yeah. God damn. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, progressive resistance, right? Like, but even if he's 190. Okay, he's 190. 60 pounds. <laughs> it's like, it's always annoyed me to grapple anybody in the learning process to be introduced something and they're resisting you 100%. I shut that shit down, bro. It's like, it's like did you? Like, you know. We have a term for that. <laughs> We won't use it. <laughs> but it refers just, to it's, a former grappler here. It's, a, it's yeah. obnoxious, right? Like, and like, what's interesting is like, I've always tried to be the teacher by example. And so like, when I'm partnered with you, if you're doing that to me, but I'm partnered with you and I'm now the uke to you, I'm not going to do it to you. I'm going to let you learn and work properly, right? Like, you would think, hey, Chris, I'm partnered with Chris. He can't perform it because I'm resisting 100% when we're literally learning it. He's letting me work and work it. That when it's Chris's turn again, one would think if you were, let's just say, aware enough that you wouldn't do that, right? But, but some people, they just completely are... It's like you have to explicitly be told no, that. No, dude. They were passing. They were executing that pass against you because they were just better than you. They're like shocked at how good their technique was against this when black they learned belt. it right there. Like, right, like I'm getting great at jujitsu. I passed this black belt's guard. But like one would it, think that I like, was shutting his people, ass down when we were when. when so no, but yeah, I mean, like you gotta establish the, dominance quickly at first, and then you can just w work. I I how I well I mean. <laughs> It's funny. I'm not, <laughs> well, no, you, I'm going to sense you on that. You don't want to tell that story. No, no, I'm not going to tell the story. I'm saying that sometimes, fuck, this is going to sound this is gonna sound arrogant as hell, but I'm, when this, dealing with this certain people. This 12% is getting there to There we go. Um, but with like certain people, it's like, I don't want to, I don't get anything out of just senselessly just doing the same shit to you over and over again. I don't get anything out of that, right? So I'm going to let you work, but also I don't want to give you this false sense that you're that's a very purple belt thing to say by the way but i'll take it yeah that that 
that you are like beating me up because you're not. The views and opinions of Victor Padilla do not necessarily represent the views and opinions. No, of I mean like, that's just. I mean like. It's a, <laughs> Mind you, this twelve percent is getting to me, so I'm saying it's a good stu- beer, though, ain't it? I'm, I'm saying tell, stupid shit. T- it's tell, so tasty. tell them what the Victor formula is for it's, those people. It's What's so the Victor tasty. formula? I don't want to say it now because you called me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you like who you're doing it, who you who you've done it with. No, but sometimes you, I, I understand. Sometimes, but, but so that's an interesting so, thing. We've right? talked like, about how do you calm down? How do you calm someone down? Okay, so I'll, I'll, fuck Vi- it, I'll tell you. So, I'll, I'll start with what Chris does to okay, calm okay, people. What the way Chris calms people down. Is he will he thing. will mount and wet blanket the fuck out of them until they calm down. Until they're, I mean, yeah, and they're until just, they're just kind of like. Ugh. And right. I'm just in there. Victor, like, on the other yeah. hand, so mine is you put him to the window, right? Like, no, 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 no. That's no, mine's, no, mine is I try to tap you out as fast as I can. I will, okay. I will tap you just as quickly as I can. And sometimes, if depending on your skill and your aggressiveness, sometimes that happens between like the first minute. And, and I, you might do that one or two times. Yeah, and depend just to be like, look, I can tap you out. Just like that. And that sounds arrogant as hell, but sometimes it's like... And then at that point, it's like, let's work. And then we can work. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's the thing too, right? Like, that might calm some people. I, I think that his method might calm certain mentalities I, but, down yeah, better so than here's, Chris's and vice versa. I, I just feel as though, and it's, you could probably ask Paul about this, is like the idea of the mat enforcer versus having a conversation with the person. Hashtag JB. I miss you, bro. Right, like there's a huge difference, like, and and I think a lot of jujitsu schools, as we've kind of talked about, like the evolution of jujitsu gyms and and the way things are taught. What are you teaching to somebody by sicking the mat enforcer on them? So I w- I will say this um, versus like just actually having a conversation because like most of the problems some in the world, people don't listen to words they listen to action. But but like shouldn't you? have the conversation first but here's the thing for my in my perspective i'm not doing that so you calm down period so you just now you're a calm role no i'm doing that to, to show you that i'm not getting anything out of doing this to you over and over again personally but they they, didn't, they don't understand that. but but at that moment like, like, like like does that just because it's he like likes heel like hooking blue belts all the time it's like a ego thing you know like i, I will say it's a, it's a ego thing okay. I and, wanna, and, and the fact that you admit that it speaks yeah, no, highly you know that speaks of your character it's an ego so, like, thing like i want you to work but i want you to know that like you know it's this is this is for each of us benefit you know i'm, I'm working my escapes and i'm working my things and you're doing your own thing but it's, it's, it's absolutely but 100% how often, an ego thing. Let me ask you, does... This is, this is a training round. This is not a competitive round because if it was a competitive round, I would eat you alive. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But yeah. I don't if think that they... Right now, I don't I think people get that you. message. Huh? And, and, and does the thing... I don't, I don't think people get that message. I don't... That this thing is... It's not a message for them. It's, it's for me. It's for my own ego. It's for... It's, oh! Okay. And, and, and I'll like admit a, like, Well, no, we can't argue with that. And I'll admit that. I'm not... But don't you think it... But you didn't, you also done that. You did that as a reaction, not because you felt threatened. It was quite the opposite. It was that you felt like these guys were out of control and you're like, I need to call, like, you were trying to calm them down, were you not? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I don't and know. And op- your you're feeling to I'm- calm these people down is by showing them that. You can tap them out at will, which so again, super arrogant. No, I, but no, I mean, I mean, but it, I'll but admit, it's some people hey, respond. Twelve percent is is flowing. It is flowing. The dogfish. It is so it. tasty. I, I, but I, I will speak from I don't know how many times I've said business it. standpoint so and from a 
creating a culture standpoint, I'm not sure that's the best way but to calm thing, you don't somebody do it, down. You don't I mean, do that how with often, everybody. I mean, how often? Yeah, does it you don't happen? do that with everybody at all. Like I don't. I, I. But like in my in, in my opinion, I'm just saying. It, uh, because it happens in with his white black belt opinion, not. The, Isn't uh, it better young just to have a conversation young. first? <laughs> but I mean, like that's the thing is like it's easier. I'm not. I'm not. Now I'm sitting here. The easier thing to do is that, right? Like to salvage dominance. The harder thing to do is to have a conversation. I, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it, you're just saying a few words. You're opening your mouth. That's not that hard to do. Yeah, but man, like it's communicating is hard. That's what I'm saying. Like to have the conversation. Say, hey, man. Like, you, I'm not calling you. I'm not whatever. Like. Just calm the fuck down. For like, me, you're for being me, a bad training listen, partner. Listen, listen. For know? me, it all goes back to the ego. I feel like if I'm having that conversation with you, that somehow implies that your intensity is too much for me to handle. So I'm gonna attack this. You know a what I'm saying? It's I, like, I guess. And that I mean, that okay. in, in, that's I'm guilty of I'm guilty so, of that ego thing. It's like if I if I talk to if I if Noah's going if Noah's in the first day and he's going crazy, and he's going crazy with me, right? And I pull him out after class and I'm like, hey, Noah, you gotta calm down, man. That to me, that is somehow maybe in a certain bizarre world saying maybe your intensity is too much for me to handle which i don't want to do that i'm like i'd rather i'd rather you calm down by by me calming you down I, so which is super arrogant again so ego, i'm going to i'm going to attack thing. this from a from a different perspective and i think it's that the conversation needs to happen before not the conversation you're saying but what the conversation i'm thinking of is a conversation about etiquette so that yeah. You tell them about etiquette, and then you say, if you don't follow the rules, you're, the person could react in a certain way. So that will then yeah, make like, them realize that it's like, yeah. why, is he, why is Victor doing what he's doing? Because I violated one of the ethic rules. Like, there's a cause and effect to it. Sure. So, for example, the, the two white belts that I was, I, I was monitoring because they were doing back control stuff, they were, I saw them starting to grab fingers, and they were also head cranking a little bit, you know, and they weren't breathing. So I had to tell them breathe <laughs> multiple yeah, times. Breathe. Uh, yeah. they stand, I, and they're still not going to, but yeah. But I, I said, okay, first of all, guys, be careful with the fingers, right? You can't grab individual fingers, grab whole fingers. And then when I, between rounds, obviously they're starting with a, um, a, a seat, seat belt. belt yeah. So their first instinct is immediately go for a choke, uh, go for a strangle. I said, look, if you've got your forearm and stuff across the guy's face, you're not, you're not threatening them in terms of any sort of choke. You're just, you're just, you're, you're going to be doing stuff that's perceived as being a dick. So in a street fight, by all means, do it. But here on the training room, you know, apply your force when you have the technique position, not just a brute force position. Yeah. Because it could be, it could be, be care, if you do that with other people, people will get angry at you, you know? You know, you know and I said that. Now, if you tell someone, if you do this, people could get angry at you. And then they roll with Victor, hothead Victor over here. No, just kidding. God they roll with Victor and that, and they start doing that and he does it. They should at least know. It's like I told you so. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't protect you. I told you these are the kind of like that's the, the thing. The you know, you know what's funny? I, I'm gonna go in a, in a side story related to this. Yes. It's, it was. Uh, this was a while. I can remember when it was, but um, we were in a fundamentals class, and Justin, our famous, very loved Justin, came over. Right. And he always. No, Justin. Justin. No, Justin. Justin. The guy who never. Oh, wears. Justin so Hansen. Big Justin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Head crank Justin. Trash yeah. talker of the year. But so he Justin. came to a to a gi fundamentals class at eight. I don't know why, or it was six. I don't remember what it was. But he probably came to got a, the schedule wrong, and he was like, probably. whatever. But he came to a gi class fundamentals. You know, he he never was the gi, so he always grapples with Coach Paul and stuff, right? 
So there was a group of white belts sitting on the wall, and he's going with Coach Paul. And and he's and Coach Paul says this a lot. When once you get comfortable, once you've been training for like years and years, and you have training partners that you get yeah. more competitive with, you can do like stupid shit because it's like you know each other. Like a, yeah, when, like Nick Paul will like drive his nuts. Yeah, like sometimes I'm going like Nick just or, shit like dude, that, I'm, right? I'm sometimes going no, and when we're going hard. We're just fucking with each other, right? So that's what Coach Paul and Justin do because they've been training forever. That's probably the best example of that. So of they're like just, going crazy. Yeah. They're like they're cracking their heads and. And Justin's in Coach Paul's garden He's fucking cracking his head And there's a group of white belts on the wall And Justin's You know Saying smart shit This one He's like See kids You don't really need to it's Things like that Hilarious But again Brand new white belt on the wall I remember that After that role I saw one I can't remember who the guy was But I saw another person Doing that to like oh, Within God. the white belt rolling And I'm like Once I think If you see If you see People rolling really hard And you internalize That that's the norm then you're going to do it. And, and that's what the conversation that you're saying, the preemptive conversation could prevent. Yes. But I thought it was really funny how you see these guys who've been yeah, training people for people don't it. realize like how much of an example they're setting sometimes. Yeah, so you see these guys, and I don't, and I don't really give a shit. I think, yeah, yeah, whatever, do whatever you want. And um, But I see Coach Paul and Justin who've been training forever, so they're, they're just fucking each other up, right? But they just don't know, but they also don't know that but relationship But they don't either. know that, yes. that once you meet somebody and you get competitive with somebody and you understand certain things you can do that but not early on I mean, in stage Paul says that all the time he's like, he's like oh yeah I, I put my shin across this I'm starting to get more comfortable with him so I can put my like shin across his yeah, throat sometimes yeah but you don't do that with a complete stranger no, that's exactly. the thing that if you're a stranger I'm not gonna do that yeah, exactly right, so right. that's this thing but I thought it was funny how that happened because I looked at the next roll. One of those guys in the wall was fucking cranking. And shit but and it was I mean, in honesty, it, it, it's funny. It's a funny story, but it also has a. It, it talks about a serious implication here. Moral of the story. And this is something that you know Chris is, would be alarmed as. Like, yeah, you do set an example. So if people, but that's the if thing, you that's see higher belts doing this, and that you don't know the context behind it, like, yeah, we have an understanding that we fucking goon each other. That's why yeah. you think. You that's know? why you have that preemptive conversation. It's like, yeah, once you get more comfortable, and that's you, you start meeting people, and you get competitive, you're gonna. You're going to start being gooning to each other. You and, know? So, and I also think at a secondary level, the etiquette, uh, you know, the etiquette conversation about where our school is, how our school is like the culture of our school versus the culture of another school. That's another secondary etiquette, I think, conversation that's important so that if these people find themselves in another jujitsu environment, they know hey, just because we do things this way doesn't mean this is doesn't how it's mean, all... Yeah, yeah that's you know? So you just, like, this is how you tread with the most... Feel out the floor. Feel yeah, the this, is, this, is how you, this is how you enter a school safely, you know, regardless of the school. Don't heel hook 14-year-olds. No, that's what I did. No. Yeah, he went for it first. I did not injure no the excuse. guy. No excuse. It's your responsibility. He's a good grappler. He's good, but, but yeah, still. But yeah, I heel hooked that. I, I heel hooked that little fucker. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Where? He'll hey, probably man. be there in December. He's he's completely sober, folks. <laughs> Eric, love that one. Eric, I'll heal all of your Holy students. Holy shit, we've been talking for two hours. I just realized. Yeah, that. dude, yeah. and you haven't even finished your beer. You've been just to let you know. I want to drive home. This in, to put this in context, Victor has been drinking a single beer for two hours and ten minutes, and I wanna, it's still I'm not finished. Of three beers, <laughs> because though, I want to so. drive home, man. I want to drive home. Can hang. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> man, I'm not the one who got traumatized by Eli. I'm calling you out. <laughs> I, man, I was, I was up chucking for a long time thanks to Eli. That was bad. Anyways, Chris, do you have any closing thoughts? Um, oh, goddamn, this is delicious. I don't know how many times I've said that. Did you just 
No, no, he's still. I'm about to no, no, no. But this is really, no, really had another tasty. Sip. Okay, good, good, good. This is really tasty. I, um, I've said that too many it's times. It's good to be back. It's really it good. It felt really good today. Like yeah. I, I felt I've missed the gym a lot. Are you going to be back now for had, sure? Had, yeah, go ahead. Well, no. we'll ease back into Let's the schedule. We'll ease back into it. We'll start with Muay Thai. Had you seen that half guard framing technique that he was talking about of switching to the other lapel, the near side lapel? I do that. So... I mean, oh. is that old school jujitsu or is it's actually it's a judo thing? That, that was I really nice. That was judo. really fun. Really? Yeah. How does the judo come into like being on the? F- you're on the feet though, so how does it translate? The niwaza. You got, you got a couple times. You got a couple minutes, a couple seconds in the in the ground. If you get a, like a nice. No, now you allowed like two minutes if you're active. Oh already. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, oh. I didn't know that. So like I I just I do that to escape side mount a lot of time. I don't know if you noticed, I do that all the time. Like I same side lapel grab and I just. I straight I stiff arm. So you're trying to punch the collarbone with the sit with the near side. You're not you're not like collar tying the head yes. with the yeah. Okay. Cuz those are the two te- those are the two variations Paul was talking about. You can either you're going to the near side of the collar and you can either punch it or you can go almost deep judo grip and almost use that to yeah, collar yeah, yeah. tie. You almost pull the I, I was watching up. him do that. That's that's new to me. But like the the same side collar grip with stiff arm is like I I do that. Okay, that was regularly. cool. I really, li- I really enjoyed that. Intri- like this, I, 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 I don't know if the blue, if the white belts appreciate it. No, I they, didn't, they didn't. get. I certainly shit. fucking appreciate that. They're hell still out of flopping it. over on their side. Did, yeah, I, I, I love I those turnover that. off on the zone. I those look what? Where'd the music go? Maybe it might be a commercial or like or a maybe Spotify. or maybe the thing actually like I know. The, Are you still there? One no, yeah, it could have been that or the plug is I know getting a little loose, so it might have like slid out Did and it might have died. Maybe. Nah. Good for the dog if the dog know. ate it. It's an old but tablet. Yeah, Chris, it, it was good to have you back. It's good to be back. It sucked right. that you missed promotions because, it, you know. Because I'm destroying my garage. Yeah, that's, that's pretty Did cool. you fix it? We didn't. It took me 45 it? minutes, but yeah, I fixed okay, it. Okay, okay. So, yeah, whenever we got the answer. Yeah, I, I fixed it. Fixed it sucks. And it, it's. Okay, that's yeah. good. All right, so where are we going to take Victor for his belated birthday dinner? We've given him well, the. Or meal. We've celebrated. When fucking buffets are back up. You eat sushi, right? Yeah, I eat sushi. Oh, okay. We'll I've celebrated my birthday in promotions, which was it's an interesting night. Oh, we'll, have to, we'll have to get you. A lot of stories. A lot of stories in there. I, wish, I want to see the B-roll from Armand's camera. Oh, God. I do. I want to see it, too. Mm-hmm. We had a, so we always have the same debate about <laughs> whether or not jiu-jitsu works on D1 athletes because Armand loves to say that he doesn't. But I mean, it's like, have you ever grappled with a linebacker from a D1 program? Yeah, it's bro, so, you, ain't, you ain't getting anything. Literally, on every time in promotions, if there's somebody, if Armand gets like two drinks on him, he'll be like, but guys, jujitsu doesn't work. And and, and that's what's great is Chihuahua is like, bro, that's such bullshit, not, that's bro. Point, last time, last time we jujitsu is for somebody to survive, right? Like, that's that's that was my point when we when we did it last time. Ultimately, that, what like, I think is like, going on is that Armand gets into frat houses and does like. Like like grappling grappling breaths and challenges he does gracie challenges with with people and he might have lost or had or struggled with a d1 athlete and now he's like guys it doesn't work i mean i i can tell you like my limited judo versus a ucf football player who was like my height but outweighed me by like probably 30 pounds like all he literally did was just like double collar tie and just shuck 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 i was like what the fuck is happening my whole my whole thing with with armani is like like you said the surviving thing i feel like against a significantly bigger person and that's not saying that much because i'm pretty small but 
a significantly bigger person, I feel pretty confident that could survive. Because at least, survive, I mean, like, know? that's the idea of martial arts in general, right? Like, especially if you're training for self-defense. is like, can it buy you enough time for you to parkour your way the fuck out of there? Or even, not even that. Like, nowadays, like, can it buy you enough times for somebody to call the cops? And yeah, exactly. Off, like, it's know? not it's just, like, I mean, like, it. how often does, like, we we get sucked into this sort of, like, echo chamber of, like, jujitsu versus jujitsu and jujitsu versus Muay Thai and jujitsu versus this. But, like, ultimately, it's, like, I learned jujitsu because, like, I just want to get from getting pinned on the ground. Like, just shit like that, right? Like, I want to be able to technical stand up, not get my fucking head caved in, and just get the fuck out of there. But multiple opponents, Chris. Oh, that's why I got Carl, man. Carl oh, stabbing right, one with yeah. the punch Shoots dagger. Everybody. Carl, He's man, got the gun out, out. Next time we go out, you got to come with us. Next time we go out, we need Carl with us because Carl just shoots people. Dude, the best... The best Carl story, it was, well, I say the best. The one, t- the one time, oh, there it is. He's got him. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, you are a savage. Dude, you got to be careful who you, you, okay, as a, as a general rule, if you're a jiu-jitsu practitioner, you got to be fucking careful who the fuck do you shoot on because if you shoot on Carl, you're getting stabbed. I know. Carl's going to get you. But I remember we watched a movie. You weren't there, but uh, Carl, myself, a couple other friends, we went out to a movie. Movie got out at like 1230, so we're in the parking lot. It's not like. You're safe. No, I mean it, it's a it's not a ghetto part of town at all. It's a nice part of town, but yeah, the, it it is what it is. It's a place that was a little darker and stuff. And good old Carl, man, he he established. Line, we were having a conversation, and there were some sketchy people, kind of like there was a sketchy car with a sketchy guy going through sketch, oh, yeah, going through his trunk, right? going through his trunk. Yeah, and and. And and <laughs> as Carl said, it looked like he wanted to throw someone in there. <laughs> and and Carl set up uh, a little perimeter. Like we were having our conversation, and, and Carl was participating in the conversation, but he had a clear line of sight of all potential bogeys or threats in the Sheep area. Sheepdog <laughs> response. What is, is that? Tim Kennedy's business? Sheepdog response or whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, and all it, right. It's not we're going to have we're going to have Carl like over. Is that all not? <laughs> is that not like a good thing? I don't know. Is he the? Is I he see the, it on Instagram a lot. No, no comment. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness! There's <laughs> some sort of weird. Are they, is is Tim Kennedy? What is he like? The is no, he no, like I'm the Gracie he, Academy he of like and surviving? It pops, or? He, he pops up a lot in my in my explore page in Instagram. He has this thing. It's, I think it's like a business or a brand or something. Yeah. That he, he teaches people how to like respond to crisis. I think. I don't. I, again, I'm not adept in that world quite like Carl is. is so I don't know what the difference. Tactical is between, training is the. Term? I guess that's what it like, is. I don't know. But is, is that what it is? But Carl seems a little some skeptical good stuff on there. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, very reluctant. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, very, very vague of you. Thank <laughs> you. Well, we're going to have Carl. We're going to feature Carl one episode. Very soon. Carl very soon. is always in the podcast, but he's never mic'd up. He he's like, he's the Stan Lee. He's the gray man. He's the gray man. He's the, gray man. <laughs> he's the, he's the <laughs> Stan Lee cameo. He's the studio. Of, but we're going to have, we're going to. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. So, so then he can find out what if we cut anything out. He's like, oh, I remember when they talked about something in there that they cut. <laughs> we actually we don't edit that much. And by what I, I mean, I actually you. will so who, edit. Who edits you? I don't do shit. I'm do, yeah. Oh, Chris is long Chris is ride. the talent. Oh, so you guys have the group project. You're the nerdy kid that does everything. Chris, Chris is the is talent. Like, he just shows up. Chris game is the name. Day. The black. Belt. He doesn't do any preparation. He shows up on game day and just performs. Chris is the black belt. The name. I'm the. Uh, I'm the yeah. Noah's the nerdy kid that does yeah. all the work. Well, he's the black belt. So good point. We're gonna have to. That's how it is. But anyway, um, we're going to wind this down. We'll see everyone next week. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Chris? You'll, yeah, you'll see me next yeah. week. Yeah.
Yeah, it's good to have. What day? I mean, so you're doing Saturdays for sure, right? You're doing like Saturdays mostly, yeah, for sure. Okay, it looks like I'm gonna be teaching every Saturday now. Oh yeah, looks like now Paul's gonna be like, yeah, Chris is back. Captain Phil, exactly, man. Well, and I will see Victor Monday, right? Who are you kidding? You all gonna see? I thought I was gonna dip out early, but we ended up talking for two and a half hours almost. So, guys, this is cool. All right, man. We'll catch you next week.